obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm hoping a lot of you came back from the last show. We don't have a lot of drama, so if you've come here looking for that, I'm sorry. I mean, you never know. We could have some spicy notes. Could be some spicy notes. Uh, there were some spicy notes going on in the vehicle earlier. B flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say beef? B flat. Oh. So, seems how we had more people listen to the last episode than we had people vote in the last election in oh. Coffeeville. <laughs> nice, right huh? off the bat. Uh, uh, we thought we might explain who we are and what we do here. Uh, normally, we have two shows a week. This would be the weekend show. Then we have a midweek show. You, you never know who's going to be on which one, but consistently it's the three of us at some point in there. Uh, that's my wife over there, Megan. Hi, guys. Hi, Megan. What, what else you got going on, Megan? Uh, all the things. No, um, I, I host, co-host, I guess, Therefore Podcast. Yeah. So if you are looking for faith-based Bible study stuff, which is now they're going to be like, what is this show going to be like? And they're going to be like completely mm. caught off guard by everything that we say from here on out. Yeah. But. Can a brother get an amen? Yeah. Really? A brother amen. can't get Thanks. Amen. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> good Lord. We're quick with the draw, too. So. And uh, <laughs> hey, nice improv on all of our parts. <laughs> I uh, hope I didn't hit something wrong there. There's a weird thing that come up that I've never seen before on the screen. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that was neat. And that's Yancey over there. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And uh, he's, he gave a brother an amen a minute ago, even That's though right. it was kind of delayed. And I was starting to wonder if a brother could get That's an amen. That's the thought that counts. You had, to, you had to ask for it. You're that guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I get an amen? How about some T&P? <laughs> no. How about some thoughts and prayers? Uh, or like Jeb Bush, please clap. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, around here, like a lot. So there's a lot of uh, episodes. Uh, that's not the right word. There's a lot of podcasts out there that you're going to listen to and that here in a few seconds you're going to learn about uh, uh, Omaha Beef or some kind of a pill or some other kind of uh, ad that we don't use, don't give two shits about, and uh, you're not going to hear that here. Uh, here, you're going to hear just us dropping knowledge, uh, facts, and dad jokes. <laughs> no, dropping knowledge. knowledge. And opinions. And opinions. And opinions, yeah. uh, opinions and knowledge. Kind of one or the yeah. other. But we have a thing around here we use called Value for Value, and a few of you uh, actually took advantage of that and uh, picked up on the vibe last week after the uh, former fire chief was here, and you did some donating. And what they did is they went over to WKOPodcast.com, and I think I'm just going to start sending everybody to the website in general for anything, because most folks, not most, a lot of folks have trouble finding out how to listen to the show. Yeah. Well, if you just go to WKOPodcast.com and scroll down a little bit, there's a play button. Hit it. Every episode we've ever done is on that page, or there's a link to get to it. So you can listen to it right off your PC, right off your phone, or your, I don't know, whatever you got out there. Your record player. Your phonograph. CD right? player. Yeah. A coffee can with a string. It's all there. It's quite impressive. Yes. We're, we're on all the things. Uh, but anyway, so go, you know, when you're also over there at WKOPodcast.com, there's a list of our producers uh, that have donated money. At some point, I just can't put every person that give a dollar on there, so we're going to have to make some adjustments as we get huge. But, uh, mm. yes. I, I mean, appreciate we, your optimism. I know. Yes. That was awesome. So the other night, that was the largest 
downloaded episode ever to come out of this here little studio right here in Coffeyville, Kansas. And uh, I appreciate it. I'd like to hopefully retain, you know, I'm not going to set the bar too high. I'd like to keep 10% of you, you know. But uh, we talk about Coffeyville stuff all the time. We talk about stuff in the region and the world every week. Pop culture, news, sports, religion, whatever. Yeah. Uh, do you guys do you guys want to uh, talk about that there episode? I'm sorry, I'm taking my jacket off. You're about to, I'm about to break everything. Yeah. Uh, why not recap? That wanna, might be why some people are coming back. So maybe they well, want to hear the follow up. And if there's any updates, yeah. There's, so there's zero updates. Uh, <laughs> I just really instead of a recap, I kind of wanted you guys' opinions on the deal. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did actually. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Um, now, the invitation has still been sent out to the city, and I have got no word, and I guarantee you somebody in the city hall has listened to that. I'm guarantee sure. it. So, clearly the city doesn't want to reply. That's fine. They can't talk about personnel issues, not personal issues. Mm-hmm. Right? Just clarify <laughs> yes. that. You know who you are. Yes. That was did, the, did you see it? That was the first comment <laughs> on the post. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad we all saw it. So glad we all saw it. Yeah. So anyway, they can't talk about personnel issues, but uh, so go ahead. What do you guys think? I guess I just. It seems like they uh, that that he messed up. That the city manager messed up. Given this the side that I've heard, but yeah, only information we've been provided. It sounds like the city manager did make some mistakes, in my opinion. And so I don't know where you go from here. Like. Do you offer back a job and have some sort of a weird, not really a hostile work environment, but at least a tense work environment? Weird dynamic yeah, like going it's on. Gonna be a, yeah. Awkward AF, yeah. to say <laughs> yes. the least. Yeah. Exactly, as the kids would say. That's Yeah, so I don't know if that's what happens. If um, Hall has some sort of consequence for, uh, for doing something that's against... I, I I can't say that it's against protocol because I guess it's probably not, but it's at least against like the logistics of it all. It doesn't add up because the city's not the one paying for it, right? Is that that's my understanding? This money comes from the state, really doesn't do anything that's, with the city. That's my understanding that the state just funnels it back to the employees, right? So so really, he should have had no say in it to begin with. Um, other I don't than know being the empo- the technical supervisor, I guess. I. I I'll let Yancey give his opinion before I go ahead and give mine. There's no reason to do it twice. So uh, a big takeaway was an unfortunate major breakdown in communication. And I don't know if that came from some sort of weird, like we already said, dynamic going back and forth because there was an issue a couple of years ago. It was covered in the last podcast, so I won't beat a dead horse as far as what that situation was, but it seems like it's been tense for a really long time. Right. And there has been this search for an out and this is just an outside looking in perspective. This is a guy that doesn't know Jack squat about really. I don't know either person personally. I, uh, I barely, you know, I, I know their names. That's about all I know. I know their capacity on what jobs they hold, but it seems like a, uh, I don't know the the major breakdown in the back and forth is just it was it was totally unneeded from the positions that these people were in. There was some major unprofessionalism shown on uh, several occasions from like like we're talking about uh, the one side that we do have the explanation that we do have. 
um, like you said, Megan, just where, where do you go? Where's the precedent from here forward, right? Because if they were to reinstate the fire chief, how, how is that really going to go? Like, is are they both going to have to walk on eggshells? Mm-hmm. I know that the you know the vast public opinion is that uh, a lot of people would rather the city managers just he just not have a job tomorrow, right? That is the major outcry you're seeing from a large majority of people. But also, is that the dead end solution right. here? Also, right? It would be really, really nice to hear the other side, but unfortunately, like Justin said, you're probably not going to hear won't. that. Yeah, they won't. But I also wonder what the city commission meeting is going to look like on Tuesday. I would be really, really curious. Are you planning to go to that? Well, so he and I actually have a guest lined up. Um, oh, yes. For Tuesday. I may have to reschedule that okay, guest. We might Sorry, have Brett. To, we might have to uh, <laughs> bump that to Wednesday, totally. probably. Well, yeah, that'd probably work well. Something was up. We'll we'll work on it. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I I really need to go with this. Seems how I'm now part of the right the game um, here. Well, and I had I had also wanted to go too, but we had that previous commitment that is apparently fluid and changing yes. now. So, uh, anyway, well, I guess we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't announce that guest here. It would have been jinxed. Yeah. See, <laughs> once again, I so this guy. And I know that this is kind of touchy too, but like, is there another solution where this guy, I, I, I'm going to get like, I don't know, flamed, I think for even saying this, but is there some solution out there where he doesn't go back to the position because of the, the, it would then be a, what's the word I'm looking for? Where the dynamics of authority have kind of switched, you know what I mean? Where like, he's he might not technically feel like he's untouchable, but people are going to look at him in that way because he's got this over the city. You know what I mean? Like, right. what's it called? Like, like a power yeah, I don't know. struggle thing. But I mean, you make a pretty good point. I haven't thought about let go. <laughs> right. No severance. I'm assuming because he was, I guess, probably fired with quote unquote cause. Right. Well, However that goes. Well, and with the city manager, we if, don't know. If we he, don't know. If but. he were to get reinstated and, and you know, God forbid, something serious were to happen, would the city manager be like, well, I'm gun shy on yeah, I can't you know, this, reprimanding yeah. this guy now because are we going to have this whole that, situation over again, right? I yeah. mean, that's just a, a really touchy situation. So from like this moment on, everything I say is going to be looked upon as yes. whether or not we want to vote for this guy because I'm now officially entered the race. Sure. So, but what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to hold back my opinion. And either you're going to vote for me. Did you Did you ever do that? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Speaking of being facetious. Yes, I did. Wow. And that Ouch, was, and your that pride. Was, and that was some of the regrets that I have from the last time I was there. But I know. I'm just, just not going to do you. it. Yeah. You made up, you brought up a pretty good point that I hadn't really thought of. If this guy comes back, he is going to be in a really awkward situation. Let's not talk about how he comes back. Let's just say that Ken Ward does come back. Mm -hmm. We don't know how he gets there. We ain't even there yet. Uh, That is going to be an awkward situation. And I'm just going to be completely blunt here. The firemen know the situation currently. That is a political hotbed, and the favor is definitely on their side. Absolutely. And I would say currently... I would be more surprised if the city manager is there a month from now 
Yeah. No, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I'll be surprised. But you are correct. Bringing Mr. Ward back. Especially if Mr. Hall is still there. Well, but if he's not, you still have this. Now, here's where I'm going to upset some people. And this has nothing to do with Mr. Ward. I'm not sure you can bring him back. If you bring him back, basically, the prisoners have took over the prison. And you do mess up the dynamic of leadership. I know we're in at-will state, but does he have, like, legal repercussions? If he I'm was... sure everybody has legal repercussions. Sure. So, like, what happens then? Because that happens all the time, right? School like districts. Wrongful termination type right. stuff. Right. And people get their jobs back. How do you move forward from can, that? Just can, in a general sense of things, how do you move forward? Can from... you imagine the dynamic you set up, though, if somebody was to get fired and every time somebody gets fired, the... The, uh, the populace throws a fit. The and gets populace them back in throws there. a fit and gets them back in there. But do they do that? I'm not Is saying. Is that typical? Make sure we're clarified here. I'm not saying that I'm sure that he should have been fired in the first place, but things have happened. He is fired. And if you do bring him back, it is going to seem like, okay, we know how to get what we want now. We'll just get on Facebook and we'll just blow it up and, you know, mm. and, and you see what I'm saying? Everything kind of creates a, a weird vacuum on after the, that. It yeah. is, but on the other side of that, the other side of that coin is that according to what it looks like now with what we're presented. He shouldn't have been fired. He should not have been fired. No. So he messed up. So do you really punish a guy for the rest of his life? This is the best thing about politics. They're all fucked up. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so you've messed up this guy's life, his, yeah, his whole yeah, family's yeah. life, and the, I'm just, the stability of the department. I'm just throwing out I know, but I'm just saying, like. like, if as it appears that, that the city, as... as Mark Hall is representative of mm-hmm. the city, messed up. How do you not correct that and give the guy back his job? Well, and at this point, we can just discuss possible scenarios. I mean, we aren't sure what's going to happen at we all. We don't really have any so, say I mean, at all in this. We're all just kind of flies I'm on just, the wall at this point. I'm just saying, there's a can that just got open. And if the commission does without the other side's information... What appears to be the right thing mm-hmm. and make sure that the man gets his job back. Mm-hmm. And just for the record, the commission cannot right. hire the chief back. The commission has one employee. That is the city manager. So you understand the route that would have to go to make sure he gets his job back. What the commission does have is influence and a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Well, So if they <laughs> really wanted him to come back. They'll make it happen. They'll make it happen. Well, let's go back to what we were saying earlier about the populace, too. The populace has a lot of power over the commission, yeah, too, because yeah. how many times have we said, you know, if you bitch about it on social media, right, mm-hmm. or you bitch about it to your commissioner at Walmart, like yeah, you've yeah, seen, yeah. you know, uh, nothing might happen, right? But that's why I was interested Tuesday night. What's Tuesday's going to be a full yeah. house. I, you figure as much. It's going to be definitely standing room only, people standing in the foyer. It's going to be a full house. And every commission meeting that I was a part of that was a full house was over some hot topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a different vibe when it's 35 people in the room. I know that's small potatoes for some people in the world, but when there's 35 people in the room and they're sitting there complaining about whatever topic there is, as opposed to the regular three that always show up, you know. So what are we saying here? That there's really three options, right? Option one, he gets his job back. Hall keeps his job. Mm -hmm. And things are weird and awkward and tense. And Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Option two, he doesn't get his job back. Hulk, maybe there's more than three. Hulk keeps his job and there's some sort of like a severance package offered to this guy to like. We screwed you. Yeah, See you later. We, we messed up and here's what we're going to give you because mm-hmm. we messed up. Option three is that Ward comes back and Hall leaves. Right. Mm-hmm. And option four is that I guess neither one of them. Right. Come back. Well, that, that I mean, was that's kind potential, of, too, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, is uh wonder if anybody's asked Mr. Ward if he would have any faith in, you know, right. coming back. Um, well, that would be interesting. I mean, I'm sure that he would he come back. Didn't he kind of say that he, he, he like didn't tomorrow. want to abandon his. No, I, the vibe that I got from him, and I can't remember if I asked him specifically or yeah, not, I but I, I think, think he wants his job him. back. Yeah. Yeah, the dynamics of him coming back with Hall still being there, that's going to be odd because then there's going to be a, a spotlight on every interaction they have. I would just say from here on out, they're, you do everything in writing. They're not going to be able to have private conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to. Do you think that, I mean, somebody would probably have to be a mediator for those guys, if not a witness, right? Yeah. And, and let's, not, let's also, Mr. Ward made some accusations. Yeah. That didn't sound positive to me. That, yeah. And again, uh, we're going off one side. We're going off one side. But you know what? When the other so side's so not talking, it's all we yeah, got. That's all you got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I get, and Mr. Ward could say things because obviously he wasn't in fear for losing his job. He already yeah. lost it. Right, what so, are they going to do? You know, fire him? Yeah. Oh, wait. The, uh, the safety was clicked off. Uh, trying to think what i would do if i was current sitting commissioner well you can't you can't do that because you'd be basing your your what ifs you have so many unanswered questions yeah, there's what ifs mm-hmm. but it feels like currently you have to offer the guy's job back which opens up a giant can of ignorance that i'm not sure that city hall can operate in effectively you can see made a good point that well you started it but Oh, wait a minute. So Yancey stole my good point. That's what I heard. That's what you heard right there. Okay. Um, lots of people probably don't really understand, unless you're in this kind of position, but the board has one employee, and that is Mr. Hall. One employee, and that he's the only one that they hire, fire, yep. direct, anything. And they can't do that individually. It has to happen as a board, yep. a commission. But the commissioners themselves have how many people live in this community 8500 that many people or something that like many that. bosses yeah and so you have it all depends on the other side of the story and there will be questions that we will never know the answers to no because you can't it's illegal for them to I mean Mr share Mr Ward things. is biased to his own story of course yeah so like yeah you're never going to know both sides fully hey we're getting phone calls yeah awesome <laughs> and the other side of of all of that is that um the commissioners if however many of them are worried about re-election. Which is will, this year, Martin for commission. Is this year, yes. That also sways the oh, opinion. Yes. No matter what the facts are, there will be implicit bias. This is, this is how did you handle the situation? Yeah, implicit bias based on what your constituents want. And guess what? They only know what we know. I mean, there's no other knowledge out there to be had because... The other side's not talking to anybody. So there's a lot of things here that might mean that what it should or is what, what is right will never be what's happened. What happens. There's a really good chance to that. I don't want to harp on this all night long, but there's something I want to say before we kind of do move on, and we got some phone calls here. Mm-hmm. Sorry. This Dr. Pepper Zero 
is coming up on me like well, nobody's business. And to remind everybody, we are unedited, so yes, that, you'll, that you'll, will stay apologies in. For that, you'll get yeah. all the burps. <laughs> uh, you made a point a minute ago that I wanted to elaborate on. The commission is hired by the people that vote, which we need a lot more people to vote than voted last time. What was that number last time? It was uh, around 900. Yeah. And we've had several more, I'm being conservative, than that less than the last episode. Anyway. Uh, Which doesn't mean that they're all Coffeeville people, but... No, but damn it. Come on, Coffeeville. We can do better than that. We know that, that they are a yes. lot of Coffeeville people, yes. Uh, the commission is... percent of the population? Yeah, we had about ish. We did it. We had less than ten percent, which half well, can't I mean, vote. But yeah, you know. exactly. You know, so, yeah, take into account the. So you had twenty percent of the voting population. Sure, probably vote, probably which is about that. Pretty fucking sad, Martin for commission. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're gonna get this once until... again unedited. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the My commission is, is hired by the people. Therefore, the chief was also the people's employee. That's what people seem to forget. The government isn't some old man sitting up on the hill. It's you, the people listening. You are the government. So what I'm trying to get at is I don't appreciate the way that my fire chief was fired. Right. Even if he was fired for a good reason, which we may never honestly know, I don't appreciate the way he was fired. I'm done dealing with you. Pack your shit. Right. I as a commissioner, would require there to be some kind of official document. There's an exit meeting with an HR representative, and there may be an. I'm not saying Mr. Ward lied. I'm just saying he said there was none of that. It was just, you're fired. Mm -hmm. You know? So I don't appreciate that. I don't think anybody needs to be fired in a shitbag way. Would it would it have been possible to have some kind of executive session too to bring in the commission and the city manager and the fire chief? No. Nah, so once again, the commission isn't over the chief. So having them come in there, it's kind of weird. Sure. Uh, you're basically going. I think uh, uh, you're taking out your your person that is supposed well, to be. Well, your... but you have also have the chain of command is right. what I mean. You have the employee, oh, you have his direct supervisor, yeah. and then you have the supervisors over if, the city manager, right? If you do that, you've essentially done what Mr. Ward was accusing Mr. Hall of doing, jumping rank. Mm -hmm. And if you allow every employee that has a beef with his department head to have a meeting with the commission, and the commission... Which can't might just happen, have but... executive sessions just because they want to. Well, but... It has to be private, trademark secrets, stuff right. like that. Well, you, you know? know how it works with uh, just generic employment, right? If yeah. you have an issue with your direct supervisor, if you're not getting your um, due cause, mm -hmm. you go either to his boss or to HR, yes, right? that's true. So that's why I'm saying well, if, if it's all in agreement of all has, three branches to come together like that. If if Mr. Ward hasn't already gone to commissioners. I'm going to guess that he has. He should have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would think so. That would be a bad decision on his part to not go to commissioners. It feels like maybe we, in a very, very different way, went through something similar to this many years ago when we had a... Was it an electric electric meter thing or yeah. a water oh, yeah. thing? Yeah, we had an issue like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much that maybe that person 
shouldn't have been fired. I don't really remember all the logistics, although I remember there being like there was never any like official warning given, like a an official documentation or whatever that said. I'm all about documentation. And really, that's that's the whole CYA thing, right? Like everybody should just do that. Never assume that everything is going to go smoothly. Always cover your bases. And if they didn't do that, well, that's another issue. Go ahead. Don't wait on me. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to like... We might be, but it may take five hours for this thing to work. Well, that's fun. Anyway, that's all I was saying about that. that I remember that situation. Look at here. I remember them being like... Mr. Ward actually called in to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sweet. And I hope he realizes we're going to play this on the air. (laughs) If not, you guys all know now. Justin does not edit. Let's see what Mr. Ward has to say here. I'll kind of review it real quick before I... Uh... <laughs> here we you go. Can read it? Yeah, I can read it. Sweet. Let's see if it works. Hi, Mr. Martin. This is Kenny Ward, and, uh, uh, former fire chief, city of Caulfield. I just wanted to call and thank you and the podcast for um, airing the, the show. And I also wanted to thank all the many people in Coffeeville that have left uh, so many positive comments and support of, of our fire department. Just wanted to say thanks. Have a blessed day. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's how it works. If you have an opinion, call in. I mean, if you're stupid, we're not going to play it. I mean, let's just be well, honest. Be respectful. Some, or whatever, be yeah. respectful. We're not going to allow you to call in and bash somebody. Just not going to do that. It's just not how I do business. We've got one more here from another dude. Good evening, folks. Order the Cones here. Just wanted to call in and say thank you for everything that you do, uh, especially like the informative episodes. Even though I'm not a Coffeeville resident, I feel like I know more about the town of Coffeeville and the goings on there than I do my own town. Keep up the good work, guys. Whether you like to call it or not, I truly say this is the best journalism I've seen in this day and age. Keep up the good work, folks. Talk to y'all later. Too nice. <laughs> for better or for worse. Yes, that was uh, Earl of the Cones. You can see him on the list of producers on WKOPodcast.com. We were just talking about this earlier today. The difference between what happens here versus um, what you might see in a, in a newspaper on a blip on a, a on the radio or whatever is that literally Justin doesn't edit. So if you come in, what do you call it? Long form, mm-hmm. long, long form, form conversation. conversation. Yeah. yeah, like just a just an open conversation. And when you take that time to like just chat with people, you get beyond the the immediate emotions of it all, and kind of dig in a little deeper with it. And I think that he's probably right. I think that's probably the even though we say we're not news, we're not news. Uh, we'll share what we want to share in, in long form. <laughs> even if you come in with uh, you know these predetermined notions of what you're going to say or this bullet list you're in here for a while so you you get beyond those and mm-hmm. you slice uh, through the layers right yeah and then a lot of the times you get you get to the core finally because it goes so long sometimes and the good thing is that we can't we don't pick and choose what you hear you're going to hear it all from start to finish i appreciate that mr ward called in yeah and just and commented on the fact that here's what's really at the center of all of this is not that 
Uh, I mean, it is, of course, of how he was terminated and all of all that's surrounding that. And I mean, I guess kind of kudos to him for being vulnerable in that and sharing that out because sometimes people don't want to, you know, he didn't let like, quote unquote, shame of anything, you know, or embarrassment or whatever kind of mm-hmm. hold him back from from that. So kudos to him for that. And he is right. Like the the outpouring from the town and not just the town, but like the region as a whole has been. It's, I mean, it's just cool to see when people come together to support something like or a person like that. Like, I don't know. Right. Because sometimes all you hear is like about the infighting and all the bull crap right. that we have going on here and whatnot. You know, like like uh, Earl of the Cone said right there, he knows more about our community than he does uh, his own for for better and for worse, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, it's cool that other communities are seeing this, unfortunately that they're seeing this, but they are seeing the positive of the people coming out yeah. in support, like you said. Yeah. Kumbaya. Yes, dear. Amen. If I had a ukulele, mm. I'd give it one strum for you. That's all I could do. <laughs> one strum. <laughs> one strum of a single string. Sure. That's, all, that's all you get. So normally the way it works around here is we bring in notes and uh, things that have caught our interest for the week, and we kind of share with each other and talk about it. And uh, we usually let Megan go first because ladies first. And, uh, well, she's my wife. And, uh, you know, happy wife, happy oh, life. Chivalry, <laughs> chivalry's not dead either. No, it's not. Megan farts. What? So <laughs> go ahead. I was just getting ready to brag on you about how I sent oh, you. Well, I know. And now that. Now that yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You want to recap what happened last night real quick? I well, forgot. no, I wasn't even going to talk about that. Well, let's let we we, we need to we need to do that anyway. Okay, so let's let's chat let's, so we can. Well, we, we yeah, so we kind of we kind of got off on track this week because normally what we do is kind of recap what we had going on from this week, last few days. Yeah. So Megan and I went to the rock and roll show last night. The rock and roll Ro- show. rock and or roll. Yes, yes. Went with <laughs> Justin the, uh, might have done both. <laughs> went with the uh, the uh, the prettier of the boy band members from Roger Revolution. Uh, <laughs> He was over there with his wife, and we met a couple of guys, uh, Eric and Tanner. I'm pretty sure Thanks that for having uh, my husband's yes. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty sure Eric's a cop with that mustache. But uh, anyway, Eric and they, apparently these two. Wait, dudes, are we going to tell them what show we were at? Well, we'll get there. Okay. Apparently, these two dudes are at all the same shows we are, because every show I was talking about here lately, yeah, we was there. Yeah, we were there. So apparently. We'll be seeing you again. Concert buddies. Uh, you can look me up on Facebook if you like, uh, especially if you live in Coffeeville, Martin for Commission. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> so we went and saw uh, Pistols at Dawn, Mammoth, uh, which is Wolfgang Van Halen, and uh, Alter, Bridge. Alter Bridge. Yes. Saw like three songs of Alter Bridge. Uh, which is inclusive of the band Tremonti for those who are going to freak out about that. <clears throat> yeah, so Alter Bridge is essentially the ashes that was Creed, mm-hmm. and they sound very similar to Creed. Miles, Ken- I was, I was, I'm not gonna lie. Once I, but I totally thought that Miles Kennedy was just part of Miles Kennedy and the conspirators. I didn't realize that he was also part of Alter Bridge for oh, some reason. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Or at least if I knew that, I'd forgotten that. So I was like, once I realized that, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it's Miles Kennedy. Like mostly, I just love Slash, but because he connected with slash i was like oh well, that's a, yeah anyway so, so i don't know what happened we're three or four songs into alter bridge which i'm just i'm not i'm not i'm not a big alter bridge guy okay sorry no offense uh 
Dude, they liked your picture on Facebook. You they did. Yeah. They did. They did like my picture on Facebook, Oof. and I and I appreciate yeah. that. But you know, I like you guys. Sorry. Don't listen to him. He's yeah. I mean, next time I'm there, I'll show you my boob. Uh, Thankfully, he said his. <laughs> <laughs> the right one. Uh, <laughs> Specific. <laughs> that's showtime. Uh, I was standing there, and suddenly it was hot in this. And, and, and once again, sorry, downstream, your venue sucks. Have you ever been there? Uh, yeah, once, yeah. yeah. Did you like yeah. that? Uh, felt. It's an uh, afterthought to the whole place. Felt cramped yes. to me. and Very the long. sound wasn't all that No, great, it was not great so. sound. Yeah. No, no. And no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, downstream. I, I'm a little bit of a venue snob. <laughs> I've, I've been to several. We and have our favorites for sure. I feel like that is towards the bottom of the page. It definitely felt like it, it. That's not what it was built for, to me. It feels more like a wedding hall. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Not for a rock and roll show. So we should explain that this is literally in the basement of Downstream Casino. Like and way you have to, in the well, yeah. actually, it's built outside, but you got to go through the basement right, to get to right, it. Right, right, right. So we went downstairs instead of waiting for an elevator with I don't know however many hundreds of other people. And so we get down there, we, you know, cow herd our way through to the inside. Nobody checks our tickets at all. Nobody. So I wasted money. I mean, I didn't. I, I'm, but you know what I mean? Like, you at least check the tickets. We know what you mean. <laughs> nobody checked the tickets. And nobody checked the tickets for anybody because we asked no. several people, like, maybe they just got distracted. As we, no. Nope, they didn't check they anybody's just tickets. Come on in. Um, and the VIP section was, you know, Fairly decent, but like there were huge, this huge gap between the general admission and the VIP section. Didn't need to be as big. That as didn't it need was. to be as yeah as big as it was. So you had us further away than we needed to be. They only served beer, and gave away water, but there was no other like options for anything. And Just the sound wasn't, wasn't great. great. It was hot. It was very hot. Humid, like that gross, muggy. Nasty. And I'm 5'5", I'm five, five, so yeah. if you're taller yeah. than me, like I'm stuck in your armpit, that's gross. I, don't I mean, so far it sounds like you guys had a great time. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was fun hanging out with um, Logan and Tiana. And Eric. And, and Eric and Tanner. That's yes. right. You talked to them more than I did, but... Um, I'm a man of the people. He has, he, meet, he makes friends everywhere. You saw somebody from work there, or somewhere. Yes, Jerry. So, yes, Jerry. Sorry, so. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we went, and, and Pistols at Dawn was okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, I, I yeah, I thought Mammoth was fine. I, I like the amount of people that left when yeah. Wolfgang was done, and old people. I'm talking oh my gosh, like old eighty year old, old people. Hey, like we're gonna go see Eddie's boy. Yeah. That's exactly then, what that was. Uh -huh. Yeah, when when he was done, I would say a quarter of the show peeled out. Jeez, holy crikey, he looks like his mom. A lot of the VIP peeled out. I mean, yeah, it was. It crazy. was like, well, there's the Van Halen's done. Let's roll on. So, wow. yeah, and so, I think uh, Logan mm -hmm. would back us up on that because we're like, where the hell's everybody going? The headliner's about to start. No, we're out. Well, I mean, not calling you out here, but didn't you say you only stay for three songs of Alter Well, Bridge? hold on. There's a reason. There's oh, a reason. Okay. Not because Alter we Bridge was doing sucked. fine. Yeah, High quality performance. It's just not my go to band. It's not gotcha. that I don't like them. It's just not when you tell me to pick a band, most likely Alter Bridge isn't going to be on the list. It's just. Yeah, it, fair they, enough. You wouldn't I, say that Creed was either, though. They don't connect to me. And Tremonti was their main song. Yeah, writer, I wouldn't and say that, their main song. Yeah, writer, I wouldn't say that of any theirs. of those three or Miles or Slash. That's just <sighs> yes, not I'm my. Offended. That's just not my go-to. Anyway, so we're like three or four songs into this. I started to get the hotness. Okay. 
and not, not the normal hotness that I exude. You know what I mean? The Fabio front. I'm yes. starting to notice that I'm looking more and more like Kenny Rogers daily, by the way. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Are you going to start a chicken restaurant? Yeah. Uh, Just, Justin Martin Roasters? I think me and Megan are going to do a, our own cover of Islands in the Stream. Oh, really? Islands in... Oh, no. What is it going to be like? Where... Oh. Never mind. Because I was thinking, like, there's that other, you know, the pop version. Well, uh, you guys also have to record a Christmas album. That's right. Mm. Mm. We got lots to do. Okay. Yeah. But, anyway. uh, so I'm sitting there and suddenly just... It was probably the second song in that I realized... I'm hot, and I've had a couple of mixed drinks. Yeah. Then I had two beers, but I'm okay because beer after liquor never fear, right? No. Liquor before beer, beer never. you're in the clear. I'm in the clear. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And I was drinking Coors Lights, sure by the way, because silver bullets. They huh? didn't, well, it was either that or it was the I, crap Bud Light in the Michelobes. Yeah, I definitely would have picked Ultras. the Coors. I yes. know how, I know how much you like it anyway. Well, Coors Lights better than. Oh, don't wait. It was Coors Banquet? No, it wasn't the old school. Oh. It was light. I was going to say, why are you complaining, man? No, no. I mean, if I go to a concert, I'm asking for Coors because most likely they don't. They had Miller. Is that water you had in your hand then in the picture? No, that was a mixed drink that we brought from upstairs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Smuggling. It was a Sprite of something. But anyway, three or four in, I'm starting to get the hot. And I was like, hmm. Interesting. Justin's going through the change. Yeah. So I, I, I told her, I said, hey, I got to go to the back of the room and get some water and try to find a fan or something because these <laughs> fuckers so these fuckers have no windows open. And I'm standing next to Logan, who's putting off heavy vibes, man. This mm-hmm. dude is he's putting off. Right? Was, he, was he glistening? He was. Okay. He was. I think we were all probably glistening by that yeah. time. And I'm like, I'm going to the back to get some air. And my wife, I said, stay here because I'm going to come back. I had every intention of coming back 45 seconds later that was all done but she goes i'm just gonna go with you so we go back there and i'm just kind of like trying to find my center you know know. find my center (laughs) yeah uh, my inner peace namaste yes (laughs) yeah but uh so she's gonna go look at merch and then it was just like something happened i said gotta roll I got a question. So, Megan, did you get gypped out of a t-shirt once again, or did you actually make it to the merchandise table So I looked time? at the merch before the show, uh-huh. and I, I didn't really want anything, but okay. he was trying to direct me over there again, and I was like, I don't... So I thought this... he wanted something, except that Alter Pritchard had a graphic novel that I was kind of like interested in, because I'm a nerd, uh-huh. and... But I, didn't, I, I didn't almost like bought that son of a bitch when I went back to get a beer earlier. I almost just went over and bought it. Oh, well, priorities. <laughs> well, I was trying to get back to the show, and... Yeah, but I'd also and like to I say mean, we that miss, this... you you left out some pretty significant details of what's happened in the show. I mean, what? Hold my beer. Okay, we'll get there. Uh, but I would also like <laughs> you to guys say, always have the best time. I would also <laughs> like to say that this is within the, within the twelve rolling months. This is the second show that I've had to bail on during the headliner because I became ill. I oh, really yeah, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, I was more disappointed last time, but I mean. If this happens again, I'm done with concerts. No. Third time I'm out. I'm going to start bringing you a chair. Well, I mean, I... Get one of those little, like, wheelie roll walker things <laughs> that you can just sit in. Oh, <laughs> I hover around? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'd have fit in last night, though. <laughs> yeah, you would have. With all the old the fucks that were, were there. so old. Damn, all the old whites were there. So I mean, crazy. the only thing they was missing was the fiber one tent and the oh, Viagra handout. Was there more Do old you know, whites had... there than at the uh, Bellamy Brothers concert? I mean, I... I'll give you a baby. 
I don't know. Well, but really? these people were a little crazier, you know? Well, like, the old rockers. I mean, the rockers these are rockers, came out, right? right? The, the old heads. Deanna and I were having so much fun just watching These were the 70s Van people. Halen fans. Yeah, they're like, play Panama! These were the Van Halen fans that come to see their grandson at the play. There were lady. <laughs> yes. That's exactly were, what this was. Grandma's here to see you do your play this week. Right. Wolfie. Yeah. The There were ladies up there who were having a great time, though. And like throwing their depends. I mean, on stage. we're talking about like, you know, the higher the hair, the closer to God or whatever. Yeah. Like there were a few of those. Yeah. There were some who were like definitely trying to rock like the eighties, nineties, like, you know, vibe of right. their clothes. Check check the ozone to see if the aquanets yes. damaged it again. Yes. Okay. It was it was entertaining to say the least. We watched one girl, like oh, I say girl, I don't know how old. No. Make out with her her man. In the middle of the show. And then, like, they separated, and then they used that time to individually get closer to the front of the stage. Oh. And the woman came with a set list. Nice. Kudos to you, lady. <laughs> I wasn't sure where that we story was We think she had to going. do to get that set list. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I'm just saying. She abandoned her man. But I'm sure he was on board. I'm sure he's like, yeah, baby. Go, go so, ahead. Got another one, huh? Got another one. So... I guess we do have to rewind because I did leave out a pretty significant evening. He says chivalry is dead. Uh, so as former, former, as our loyal listeners know, I, I have an issue with protecting my wife. Correct? Yeah. At concert. Issue I mean, with this. this is a every episode thing. Yes. Uh, so there's... There's assholes that are trying to come forward. So, you know me, I'm like, hey, you guys need to fill in the gaps up there. You guys are, you're a little too comfortable. We need to fill in the gaps. We stepped mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, you did. And I'm sure that Logan's wife is like, this guy needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mark yeah. for commission. We're trying to, uh, we're trying to listen. He won't shut up about moving forward and yeah. filling gaps. Because I know <laughs> what's randomly, getting ready to happen. He'd randomly be like, you got someone coming in on your left. So. <laughs> God, it reminds me of what is that one? Uh, in, is it a Geico commercial where you have the guy that is like, "Are you becoming your parents?" Oh, I am. <laughs> I, I am. No, I don't know. Neither one of my parents really big rock and rollers, but I'm I'm, I'm setting the tone for my have, children. Your mom would have concerted with me. Eh, maybe. Yeah, probably. Probably so. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm standing there, and this guy taps me. Hey, hey bud, can, can I get by you? To get by me, the only place for you to go was my wife, a small gap that they still refuse to fill in, and <laughs> the person right against the fence. That was it. This and is a trend. Did you also tell him, where the fuck are you going to go? Similar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was close. And I said, wait, are you wanting to go stand in front of my wife? Is that what you want to do? And he went, I-, I just need to cut through here. And I said, yeah, but when you, you cut through... That is in front of my wife. He's like, well, I just need to get through. And if the asshole would have said, I need to go to my wife, who is the lady standing right there to the left of your wife, I'd have been like, okay. But when I asked him, are you just wanting to go stand in front of my wife? He just kept saying, I need to get in front of you. Who's this guy? I think he is the gatekeeper. So I finally just turned my back to him and started watching the show. (laughs) The ultimate and, insult. And yes. next thing I know, I heard him tell a friend that they were going to go this way and cut in front of my boys, Eric and Tanner. And then he 
Well, then he, he shoved... called me a choice word, and then he kind of shoved my, my man Logan a little oh, bit. Yeah. So <laughs> that's when I tried to hand my beer to Logan. I was ready. Uh-huh. Then I asked the gentleman what he had said about me because I told him that I had a hard time hearing what he had said. And apparently he didn't want to communicate, uh-huh. and I'm kind of glad for that now. Uh, it seems like there was a breakdown there, He maybe. was a good size individual. It would have been quite the brawl. <laughs> And <laughs> a lot of it gets a whole new hey, people go yes. home. The old whites go home. They're like, man, we went to see Mammoth was, and we did. He was, I'd, I'd say, so I'd good. say exactly. It would have been like a couple of uh, bulls going at it. Uh, if I'm six three three twenty ish, I'd say he was every bit of six one. Uh, 275. I mean, he was a good size individual older, as well. Older gentleman. I don't know if he was older. I think we're probably the same oh, age. Well, out there what I'm saying is that he's not the like AARP a 20 members. To, no, well, I was, what I mean is that he's not like a 20 to 30 year old but, uh, kid. But he went uh, over there and, you know, it pretty much went. I mean, that was it. It was over. But when I turned around and looked, <laughs> Eric and Tanner had this look on their face like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> like they saw Bigfoot. And I said, it got a little weird, didn't it? <laughs> but you know how we met them? This is how we end up talking to them guys. So the ladies went to go get drinks or, something, drinks or I something. I don't know. And uh, Logan and I are standing there. Why the hell won't my mic move suddenly? Are standing there uh, holding down the fort. And there's a rather rather large empty piece of real estate in front of us where our, our ladies were standing. You know that because they still hadn't filled in the right. damn gap. Well, golly, man, they ever gonna learn? <laughs> we but, were. But uh, <laughs> I think it was uh, it was Tanner that actually said, uh, "Hey, hey, you guys mind if we stand in front of you because we're kind of short?" And I said, "Well, that's where my wives stay, unless you know you want to make out later." <laughs> and. Uh, they refused the offer. Jeez, man, did you get a number uh, at least? I didn't realize that I was like in competition here. I but, didn't know that uh, that was a thing. But uh, that's how we met Eric and Tanner. So that's and over. I found out that we've that's over. Apparently, are going to see them at every show we go. Every to. show we go well, to, because I'm sure that they're going to find us on Facebook. Uh, uh, they'll be there for the fights. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking Backup maybe security. I'm thinking, right. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I'm going to need some uh, backup. Uh, I would like to point out, Megan, that uh, Justin did say that, I mean, he is going to have to fight one of these days. Listen, he started out the concert by saying that he was going to have to fight. Oh, I did. <laughs> I was joking around with Logan. I said, hey, are you going to stay the night? And he said, probably not. I said, well, we could get drunk and fight people. I didn't really. <laughs> that was a true statement. Yeah, just, I was just. Justin the prophet. I, I am not a fighter. I am not a fighter. Martin for commission. I. When is, have you You're ever have you ever seen me ball up and knuckle shuffle anybody? No. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I mean, there's been many close up, calls. Go back at so. wkopodcast.com. Listen to all the past episodes. <laughs> You'll hear all the stories. That there there are some stories. Anyway, <laughs> Martin for commission. And he blames right. me for these fights. Like, well, damn I'm, it! I got to take care of her. And you I appreciate I mean? that because I am. I'm I'm average height for a woman. I mean, the sign on our door says, uh, "A grumpy bear lives here with his honey." Mm-hmm. But the the sign is so tall, I didn't realize it was there. Because <laughs> I put it at eye level. You put it at your level, right? <laughs> so, when I was first single, back, wait, no, hold up, wait, I uh, gotta tell this story uh, about this sign. The mailman, what's his name? Fuck, I don't know. The the guy who used to deliver our mail, but he doesn't anymore. Anyway. Kevin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up and he goes, and Kevin I guess Shockey. he says, "I guess you're Where the honey." Suck. And I said, "Oh yeah, you're the honey." I said, "I don't what." Thought it was turning into one of those weird videos. Huh? <laughs> he was like the old bear and the hunt. I was like, "Oh, oh, when did that show up here?" <laughs> so I'm single, right? 2008, and I'm I'm decorating my home, 
and uh, the rule is you put everything at eye level, right? right? So <laughs> Megan rolls in, starts hanging out, and she goes, "Why are all your pictures and mirrors so damn His high up? Why so are they tall, against the ceiling?" I'm like, like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "Mom said put them at eye level." She said, "I think she meant women." Whose eyes? <laughs> Like, no, like a, a Sasquatch decorated your house. <laughs> a normal sight. We still have this argument. Every time you want to put a mirror somewhere, I'm like, so apparently, I can't see. So apparently <laughs> I get to look at my uh, chin hair in mirrors, and she gets to use the mirror. Whatever. So anyway, I go to the back of the room after the brouhaha about went down, and uh, went to the back of the room, and suddenly just, lights out man i'm like holy shit i've entered a state of i'm not well jeez man somebody slip you a roofie or so something, or i left i left the venue went out into the hallway uh kind of looked around there and i can tell that things are happening so we walked out a door real quick to sit down then then i start going to survival mode i need to get to the room which is once again a fucking trek up a hill and elevators and stairs and cross like lobbies change elevators and because different buildings and the whole yeah. thing i mean it's a good what solid five minute walk with no obstructions yeah it took us a little while yeah so anyway i'm uh making my way there and we're going up this ramp and i'm like okay this is it this is where it all ends right here because <laughs> i'm i'm starting to i'm starting to fade you know it's the the he vision so pale the vision's coming in on I don't, me. I don't mean to laugh. You're just painting a really vivid picture. So. I uh, I had to find a corridor, and I grabbed linoleum. I'm like, I just, I, ooh, the coldness Dang. of the floor, man, this is great. I just sit in a corner, and I, and I probably look like every concert you've been to, there's always that dude sitting over there the like, this, look at this, this drunk fucking bastard. guy has had a great time. <laughs> I was that guy. Except he didn't have all that much fun. But, I mean, like, uh, you know, I, had, I didn't even drink that much. Right, exactly. So I had four drinks. Right, but you I gave think, us the inventory list earlier. I think yeah. the problem is that he hadn't eaten since like one o'clock, and what he ate for lunch wasn't like nutritionally sound. And <laughs> greasy ass shit. Yes, and and then this is nine o'clock by then. Yeah, and he had been drinking anything, you know, between that time without eating. I, so I think it was just a bad. Made it to the room. Laid there for a minute. Started coming back, drank some Sprite, you know, because Sprite will cure anything. <laughs> and uh, I kept telling him to sip the water. It's uh, not an endorsement. Well, I was looking for sugar is what I was looking for. I was looking for sugar. And because uh, I thought I was having a sugar issue, maybe. You know, I didn't know. I don't have a sugar issue. But uh, finally, I got to feeling better. We went downstairs and ate, which I got to give downstream kudos here because every food option oh, they yeah, had the was, was awesome. good everywhere. Uh, and it was not expensive. Oh, okay. Did you guys... Uh... I mowed through some steak fingers. Like, I haven't mowed through food in a while. Just went through it. Was and, it like a, uh, the buffet? Yeah, or... it was like this little place you go up and just order some oh, fried okay. shit, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, felt fine after that. I'm game on then, man. I didn't puke, but I rallied. Jeez, man, big boy was hungry. I, 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 I get, I'm guessing that the alcohol did something to my sugar, mm-hmm. and then it being hot in there, and, and uh, it, uh, it peaked your insulin. Yes. I, I'm guessing. I'm yeah. guessing so. And I crashed, man. I mean, I crashed. Mm-hmm. Got clammy and shit. Yeah, it was. I was like, I don't even know what to do. I'm borderline anemic, so once I get like that, I'm like, I need salt. Yeah. And so I'm like, do I need to go get chips? What do I need? <laughs> What do I need to do here? I don't know what to You're, do. You get scientifically hangry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she does get hangry. And then I, but I pass out. If I, I haven't done that in a while. No, <laughs> I, I guess I've never seen it. Yeah. I wasn't there I for that. Megan's yeah. doing well, things alone. I have, 
<laughs> like the iron stuff that I have to. Iron Man. No, I Iron have to take Iron. Do you think Iron Man is anemic? Every now and then, maybe, maybe so. So we've got almost an hour in. We haven't even touched on it. Right. Yeah, I, I have mean, so many notes this week, too. Let's do it. Those, notes. Well, okay. those were all words. On with the show. Yeah. So you guys might have to tell me shut up because I really have, like, say it nicely, though, so you well, don't hurt my feelings. I, but all right. Shut up. I But I do have a lot of notes this week, although they might not be super, I don't know, in depth. So um, the first thing I don't think anyone's surprised by because it's been everywhere, but I just thought we should talk about it, is the fact that the Mexican cartel apologized for their kidnapping of Americans and then they offered up the people that did it on a uh, they're, they're saying yeah so they left five men tied up on Matamoros with a sign claiming that they were the ones responsible for kidnapping the four Americans and killing two of them um what do you think the conversation like that went Dude, hey sorry, we, we killed some in. Americans uh you guys are going to pay for it before the heat comes down on us pretty that's much really what that is yeah like and that's the thing it's like are these like how do we know they're even the ones? How well, do we know? video. Well, and and uh, I've you know I've watched stuff about the cartels. New generations uh, are taking these cartels over. They're doing business differently down there now. I mean, they they really are. That there's so many guys that have been captured or gone to jail or have had to go into hiding that other guys are taken over and it's really thrown off a lot of the dynamic down there and they go into self-preservation mode like that joe rogan had a guy on as a guest that was talking about you know why tourists don't have a really bad time with cartels in mexico it's because they own most of the resorts and they Uh run a lot of the enterprise down there they're not going to go after their cash cows no pun intended Americans, go ahead. Well, I mean, that's that's all it really was for me is just to say that that's yeah, it, was, it happened. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, and I was, I don't know. Yeah, we're used to like hearing such horrible things about them, and, right. and and not that it's not still horrible. Like you, all this happened, part of your organization, but then you like offer up your people. I don't know. This is like damage control, kind of, huh? Yeah. So. In Madison County, Illinois, a man had been reported missing several months ago. And um, in April of 2022, this guy was reported missing. And they, the police came, they searched the house, they searched the area, they searched all around, you know, trying to find this guy. Nobody finds this guy. In December, a woman, um, the woman who owns the home, his wife, you you had you saw it. Well, right? Yeah, I've got it too. Oh <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Opened up the closet to get out her Christmas decorations, and there he hung. Yes, his mum- mummified remains. So he's married, mm-hmm. and he's come up missing. Yeah, and the police came and searched the home. And how many months later did well his April wife to December find him? Oh, hey, let's go put up the Christmas tree. There's Steve. There's God, th- could you imagine? The police kind of like... Did it not smell like ass Well, here's there? the thing. The police describe it as a hoarder home. Oh, right. And that there was already a sewer-like odor in the residence. So <laughs> she's just like Steve Bell how, on me. How bad does it have to smell for you to not smell the dead body? To not notice the, the dead guy. Golly. I mean... So yeah, December 11th, nearly eight months after his disappearance, she'd gone into the closet to get their Christmas decorations out and they called, found his body. Way to leave um, a guy hanging. Oh, jeez. Oh, and <laughs> it was mummified. Um, it may not have a strong odor, which 
would explain why it took him so long to be found, they said. Well, he probably wouldn't smell Maybe. at that point, all the decays. Well, yeah, like you're way past. Uh, anyway, so um, manner of death was, of course, suicide because he was hanging. Um, Is it suicide like Epstein suicide they did or like a, real suicide? Uh, real suicide, okay. I think. Um, <laughs> Good the, point. They did a toxicology thing and, and all they found was ibuprofen in his, which like, how do you do so that? So he was 50. Okay. <laughs> Well, maybe. It's like it's a new vitamin. <laughs> ibuprofen and Centrum Silver. Yeah. Much, when they go to check me, that's what they're going to find. Um, trying to figure out what I want to say next because I, I have such like weird things to talk about this time. Hell, just fire them off, Megan. I would I know. like to uh, shout out real quick to the Bone Cracker. Yes. <laughs> it's cracker in my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> so the Bone Cracker, he told me he's going to open up a new store in Oklahoma. The Bonecracker is a chiropractor, right? Mm-hmm. We don't use his name because we're low-key. His story is going to be called... Hey, I'm proud of you for using low-key. Low Why are you proud of me using low-key? It's a thing. Oh, it's, he's pulling out the thesaurus. Mm-hmm. Anyway, his new uh, medical store slash chiropractic is uh, popping backs, selling sacks. Oh, does he get one of these? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> In West Virginia... I almost couldn't say that without singing it. Um, a bill. West Virginia. Thank you. Um, a bill to prohibit minors from getting married has been brought again to the state Senate on Thursday, um, a day after it was defeated. There's a lot of jokes here. in the committee. Jeez, man, they, let's, they they deserve to get married. Digging all that coal out of the ground. Let's talk about this. So, They're cousins. The resurrection of this bill does not mean that it's going to pass, of course. But um, some of the people in argument are defending the right of teenagers in love to get married. Oh, you're talking about underage people. Yeah, minors. Yeah. Nice, nice. Wow. The house... I really, uh, I, really wow. reached for Just that Just for line. a second, I thought, wow. <laughs> yeah, I He's know. not I, nearly as smart as I <laughs> thought he was. I, I, I the, had a moment, I went the, for a second. I was like, what in the hell? I went the long way around oh, for that man, joke. Punchline yeah, in, incoming. Yes. Dad shoes are wore the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> got, them, got them grass stains. Jeez. Mm. Coal stains, maybe. Um, oh. Damn. The... <laughs> House of Delegates passed the bill last week. The Senate Judiciary Committee rejected it. So the Republican senator uh, made a motion that was adopted by the full Senate on Thursday to withdraw the bill from committee and give it a second reading. And so it went up for a final reading on Friday, and then they have the right to amend and blah, blah, blah. Currently, right now, children can marry as young as 16 in West Virginia with parental consent. Anyone younger than that can also get married. There you go, J.D. But you have to have a judge's waiver. So the bill's sponsor was a Democrat, um, said that since 2000, since the year 2000, there have been 3,600 marriages in the state involving one or more children. A, Were they uh, related? An attorney who is also a senator now, a Democratic senator, said he had once represented a girl who got both married and divorced when she was in the eighth grade. Whoa. That <laughs> seems a little much. Well, the judge... Sign the waiver or whatever, I guess. What the fuck, man? Come on. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, it's it's a thing. So, uh, apparently they're trying to, like, address it. But, like I said, the committee voted it down. The, the, the bill would prohibit them from getting married. And so, whatever. There's 
that. And if you're already married, of course, um, they're not going to make you get divorced if you are grandfathered, no, grandfathered in. Because you married yeah. your grandfather. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You um, might be your own I'm gran- sorry, West Virginia your own grandpa. folks. I'm sorry, West Virginia folks. We have, it's just jokes, just jokes. Yes. West Virginia has the highest rate of child marriages among the states <laughs> since Good 2014. God. All the rumors are true. Seven, wait, hold on, guys. Seven marriages for every thousand were children. God damn. In the year 2014. Really? Mm-hmm. For every thousand marriages, what seven are we, of them What are we were calling children? children? Under 18? Yes. So this was ages 13 to 17, is who they're counting. Okay. So I wonder do they have to. Um, and sometimes they're two kids marrying. I was each other. saying, is that the caveat here that no. it's two kids marrying? Or <laughs> so your forty-five year old can't marry your sixteen-year-old daughter. Well, hold up, it can't be because there's seven. So, oh wait, seven marriages. Right. So it must per be thousand. underage per thousand. kids marrying each other. Well, it doesn't have to be though. No, it doesn't have to be. Just says the bill is just to they keep can, them from marrying. They can marry people who are older than that if the per- parents agree. Yeah. And JD. or the judge signs off, depending on the age. So. Yeah. Like, what's up with these judges? I mean, the parents, like, I get parents uh, are stupid sometimes. We need to send Raylan Givens down there to no take kidding. care of this yeah, shit. No kidding. Yeah. So this is where I, I don't know what was going on with me this week, but, like, all of my notes are bizarre, bizarre things. So um, do you guys, you know how, like, every person who wins the lottery, it tends not to go well? Right. Right? So... There's a dude named Abraham Shakespeare. Do you guys know that name? (laughs) I've heard of him. Right, yeah. (laughs) He was a casual laborer, whatever that means. Casual laborer? (laughs) (laughs) I work when I want to, (laughs) damn it. I know some some casual laborers. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means, seriously. Holy hell, casual labor. (laughs) I ain't doing that shit. I'll do it tomorrow. I don't feel like fucking around with that right now. That's okay. like that's like mostly <laughs> like, peaceful protest. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a professional loafer. <laughs> Guys, sorry, go ahead. hold on. Uh, we digress. You're missing the point. Okay, so he was a <laughs> Abraham, Abraham Shakespeare. Four score and seven <laughs> years ago, <laughs> thou art. <laughs> you did not just try to combine our. Okay, he won a thirty million dollar lottery jackpot. No wonder he's so casual about work. In <laughs> Florida. casual, too. He took a, a one-time payout of $17 million in 2006. In 2009, his family declared him missing. And in 2010, his body was found buried under the concrete slab in the backyard of the woman that he had hired to help him um, manage his finances. Whoa, Nettie. Mm-hmm. So the woman, whose name is Doris Moore... Um, Damn it, Doris. Yes, he had hired her, and she and her husband, um, like, helped him. Like, or they... They um, They helped the shit out of him. They 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 helped themselves while they were at it. um, Buy houses and super nice cars. And, of course, in order to help hide some of the taxes, they would put them in their names. This this feels familiar. Uh When you help somebody buy something that you really want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man. Derek. Justin, if you put a pull pull in at your house this summer, I'll come over and swim in it. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, they found him under a concrete slab in, in her backyard. So she is now in prison. Damn. He paid for the slab, too, I bet. I bet. I bet he probably did. Yeah. So... 
anyway, I don't know why I was thinking about that other than Justin keeps trying to buy lottery tickets and I'm like, you want us to die and get divorced. Keep trying. I buy lottery oh. tickets every week for them. You keep trying to win. It's very optimistic. Outlook. You can't win if you don't try. I know. I'm, we're going to die. We're going to get divorced and die. No, I'm going to bury you under a slab. Damn. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> he has always said that divorce is not allowed. <laughs> No. It's not going down so, that way again. No. Never get divorced again. <laughs> You're going to be unhappy the rest of your fucking <laughs> life. Right. You signed up for the long run. <laughs> um, oh, here's the one that Justin's probably most interested in. Podcaster and husband. Oh. Shot in Seattle. I'm sorry. Taking all your <laughs> yeah, notes. That's all right. Well, you know, my segment will be short. <laughs> that's what she <laughs> said. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it, I want to start bringing my wife with me. Ah, <laughs> shit. Um, aw, Justin, you're going to get trouble for picking on him. Mm. Um, a podcaster and her husband were found shot to death in their Seattle home. And the, the man who had been suspected for stalking her. But did they get it recorded? No. The, so the man went in to, uh, however, bust out a window or something. So the podcaster's mom was also living with them. She, like, tumbled with him and... Uh, like tumbled, tumbled, rumbled, 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 rumbled. Let's get ready to rumble. It's better than tumble, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were in there doing gymnastics. <laughs> mm. yeah. She rumbled with him. She escaped and he went on to kill the podcaster and her husband. <laughs> she bailed on him. She bailed and she went to the neighbor and called the cops. And by That's the time helpful. the cops got there. Um, so what was the motive? He just didn't like the podcast? He was obsessed. No, he had been stalking her for a while, and earlier Damn, that leave week... leave a bad Yelp review, shit. No, <laughs> no, 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 not stalking like that. Like, he was into her. Oh. And um, so she had actually just earlier in that week gotten, gotten, received, whatever, a an order of protection against him, because, yeah. you know, that paper... Justin's going to be hiring, uh, since, you know, podcast host, well, uh, hiring... Private security for himself, of course. Yes, you know, yes. you're on What your was own. the name of the podcast? I don't know. It never tells us. I mean, um, I'm sure you could look it up, but be interested to know. So, the police, um, so the guy who was stalking them, I'm not, I'm gonna butcher this name. Mm-hmm. I Robin, think that one guy butchered the name. Oh, don't, don't, that is rude, man. Rude. I'm just saying. Ramen. Raymond? Ramen. Ramen. <laughs> mm, man, mm. make me hungry. Kodakara mm. Mazrizai. Uh, wow. Yes, those, yes. Those are all letters. <laughs> Dump out a Scrabble um, bag, Megan. He, they could not serve him with the papers that they were trying to serve him with because he was a truck driver from Texas, and so they could never like find him to give him the papers. Was uh, It was in Washington, I think. Yes, wasn't Seattle, it? yeah. So, And the woman's name is Zora Zadegi, I don't know, and her husband, Muhammad Milad mm. Nasseri. And, um, yeah, they just received the court order earlier, or a week earlier, sorry. And, um, yeah, in the middle of the night, he came in and... Anyway, um, they... I guess it goes to show, I mean, that, that piece of paper doesn't do much, does it? I mean, it, it's legally binding thing, but, I mean, damn. He, um, in the in the application for the protection order, she said that he had threatened to show up at her home and set it on fire and left voicemails for her declaring that he wouldn't stop unless he killed himself or died. And um, she. How does that not get a guy arrested? <sighs> yeah, I mean, isn't because that, that like point, criminal threats, It's harassment, right? right? And threats and all kinds of stuff. And apparently you have to follow that line of whatever. And so Jeez. they got the order of protection, but, you know, he walked right past that. So. I mean, and. <sighs> You just you hear about that stuff happening all the time. Somebody has a protective order or whatever, and then they they end up dead anyway. And I know that you have to go through those avenues, and everything has to go on the books like that. But just well, this man. is. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like the, as soon as I read this, I was like, "Yep, this is why we have guns." Yeah, 
I mean, I mean, you have the right to uh, defend yourself, self defense. Yeah, but in some places, but some places you, really you don't. don't. Yeah, um, and the uh, the the police chief or police whoever was dealing with them said that the suspect at one time contacted her over a hundred times in one day. Dang. Yeah, and says, I mean, and he times says, in one day. That's like couple of times an hour the he says that the restraining order of course only allows police to take action if someone violates the order but it can't protect the person if someone is intent on causing them harm well obviously um anyway she was a software engineer and her husband had worked at amazon and, and had a blog and he was ranked this her husband was the second best singer in tehran in 2007 which is iran yeah. right? yes and um, they moved to the United States, got married in 2011. No, it's ironic. I was literally just telling... Je- ironic. I know. I was like, are you wow. making a weird joke no, here or what? No, that's not. That just happened to... Uh, pun not intended. I was just telling Justin the other day about how big the the Iranian uh, podcast community had become. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how we have listeners from Iran. And mm-hmm. I thought that I kind of uh, narrowed it down on how maybe we were getting listeners from Iran because... Like I said, the podcast community is huge. They actually, um, they use it as communication back to Iran sometimes. Right. Right. This, um, not sure why it, why he went after her so much, but it looks like they're thinking that his motive was really about the husband because on his blog, he wrote a lot about like technology stuff and just, you know, stuff. But he also wrote some pieces about, um, the way that women were treated in Iran and Iran, whatever, and um, how he was like in what's the word like uh, opposition to how the women were being treated. Over oh, there. yeah. Ain't and that, so like maybe this guy was kind of. Ain't that something over there? He's a big time singer over here. He works at Amazon. Yeah. Well, and like. yeah. So this one's not so dark and heavy. Oh, thank God. Yes. So a, it's going to start off that way, though, so don't judge me. There was a woman who um, a di- who died, a, a grandmother, passed away. And in her will, uh, well, first of all, the woman who's, who's talking about this says um, her grandma was the strongest woman on the planet, worked her butt off her whole life, and, you know, expected everybody else to do the same. The grandma raised her children, and... Um, but all three of her children became addicted to drugs. And so she ended up raising her grandchildren as well. So that's three grandchildren. Um, then grandma dies and they're going through the will, right? Thinking that the grandkids are going to get money and all the, the inheritance, right? Two of them did. But the third one apparently asked grandma for money a lot. And so in the will, it is actually says that the granddaughter is debted $14 to the will. Dang. So she says, you still owe me $14. You have to pay your cousin, sisters, whatever, $7 each, and you get no money. So spicy grandma. Yeah. Who apparently. Grandma had enough of her crap. Keep coming around, coming around here, borrowing money, know, damn it. You, trolling, man, yeah, right there. Like, trolling from the grave. That's I, I was like, wow, that's... And and it says that the woman clearly owed her grandma more than $14, but that was like... It's a little stab. Grandma yeah, was keeping the books. Thing, yeah, um, Justin actually pointed this one out for me, but this is the one where I'm like, I get... I've talked about this a lot. Where are the feminists 
who were freaking out about things. But the White House, Jill Biden, and oh yeah, who the Secretary of, hold on, uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken hosted the 17th annual International International Women of Courage Award Ceremony from the White House. There were 11 women who were from 11 women from around the world. Quote unquote. Yes. Um, but one of the 11 award recipients is a biological male from Argentina who is now a transgender woman named Alba Rueda or something like that. What in the heck? That's all I really have to say about this. Like, I'm so done with this. I'm, <laughs> I'm so done with all of this. So not even thinking about the whole Jenner being put on as whatever woman of the year, right? Last year, USA Today gave woman of the year to Dr. Rachel Levine or whatever Levine, the name Levine. Levine yeah. Okay. So transgender. The, the, the man the, that yeah. the Babylon Bee got booted for. Right. Um, so he was woman of the year last year. I missed that one completely. So now that's two women of the year that were men. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pennsylvania put Leah Thomas in as NCAA's woman of the year last year. This all happened right after a lot of medical marijuana states started passing. Uh -huh. I'm just saying. And people's uh, high well, as fuck, man. <laughs> gotta be. And um, Hershey. In Canada, not the United States, but in Canada, Hershey has used a transgender activist in their advertising campaign honoring women on International Women's Ain't Day. Ain't that some shit? A company that claims to be whatever here in another country will use what they need to do mm -hmm. to yeah. sell. You know, there's, I'm not going to say, there's a very large corporation that has rules for here based upon EPA, but in another country, they have rules based upon what that country says. And when I asked this person who was there this day, I said, but what about the spirit of the law that you just talked about? Why don't this company do that there as well? The look I got on my face, uh, the back to me was like, why, why do you ask stupid questions like that? Yeah. Um, there have been lots of like, there is some outrage about this, which is nice. Like, and it's actually coming from a lot of dudes, not women. Ironically. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Yancey and I are enemy number one. So white uh, Christian male. We are the biggest pieces of shit that walk the planet. Watch the news. Prove well, me wrong. Yeah. So, well, apparently if you dress like a woman, you'll be fine. Oh. Well, I'm not willing to go that far. Like an 80s so hair band. one guy on Twitter says, hey, women, you clearly need to step it up. Like he was being like tongue in cheek. He wasn't like, yeah. you know, That's um, helpful. yeah. yeah. Um, another person names off all these people who have been listed and, and says, is the message supposed to be that men are better than women? That's what you're that's what you're saying, right? Exactly that even women can't win awards. I think. Focused on women. I think this is a long troll game put on by men to uh, put women back in their place. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it always comes back to the patriarchy. Well, I mean, we said there's a long game of getting rid of different races, right? Yeah. Seems like it. I mean, that's... Take them off all the labels. Yeah. Erase them from the grocery store aisles. I bought some uh, Land of Lake uh, half and half the other day. Once again, they got rid of the Indian and kept the land. Yep. I sure did. Wow. It's on it's on par. Yeah. 
I have like two more things and that's it. One of them is that um, Fox is Fox Network is working on a show called Bedrock and it is the Flintstones 20 years later. So it's going to Elizabeth Banks is playing Pebbles and it's supposed to be um, live action. I don't know um, how every it's the focus is or the premise is going to be how they and like Fred is getting ready to go into retirement and all this stuff, how they deal with switching from the Stone Age to the Bronze Age and how they acclimate to the next era, I guess. That show makes it. Six episodes at most. You think? Oh, yeah. I'm bored it, listening to the description yeah, it of it. Sounds like a bomb from Elizabeth the get-go. Yeah. Banks. Who is she? Who She's the one that was in um, 40-Year-Old Virgin that Knocked worked up. in the bookstore that uh, tried to get Steve Carell in the tub. I believe. Oh, Isn't okay. that Elizabeth Banks? She's, kinda, she's also producing it, I she's think. She's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Oh, she's been known to be like she's a little... She's the one that did the... No Whammy show, uh, hosted the show, the new game show version. Okay. Don't I believe, yeah. So here's my last thing, and it's a movie spoiler secret. So, like, no movies are going to be spoiled directly, but, like, if you don't want to hear this, hit your forward 30 seconds button or whatever. But if you ever see a movie character pull out an iPhone, that person is not going to be the villain because Apple will allow their phones to be used in movies and whatever – but it will not allow them to be connected to the bad guys. So if your movie character is using an iPhone, it is not going to be a bad guy. Well, I mean, I'm not really surprised by that, honestly. I know, but like now you know. Now you'll be looking at all the phones the next I mean, time you go to the movies and go, All That's the not Android it. people are the losers. That's right. They're all the evil people. That's right. <laughs> so the, what you're saying, though, is Samsung arrows, would allow for... The green arrow people. Samsung allows for their phones to be used by I villains? I just say that I've made sure that all my children have iPhones. Well, that's true. Anyway, Everybody in your house an iPhone it. or two? Yeah, iPhone I, or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know we, we talked about all of that uh, positive-ish uh, stuff with Coffeeville mm-hmm. earlier, but unfortunately I have some bad news. That was positive? Yes, there is, uh, well, the people coming together and, you know. You know, whatnot. Kumbaya. Yeah, exactly. Your brother, everybody. I believe you together. actually ended that segment with Kumbaya, like oh, Megan yes. said, Kumbaya, and you got yes. an amen, so I, mm. all signs point to. Anyway, we have uh, an issue with, uh, and this might be might have been happening before I heard about it. We have some catalytic converter theft going on. Oh in yeah, town. I have yes. heard about this. Yes. yes. So, and unfortunately, it's close to home. Literally yes. for me, uh, literally a stone's throw away. Uh, my neighbor, a few houses down, had a uh, brand spanking new gas can stolen. And the catalytic converter off of his Jeep that was sitting in his backyard. So, how do you stop people from stealing those? Keep your uh, well, well I <laughs> shared a video that Yancey sent me on the big end motorsports there. I and, never uh, see the your hole stuff. underneath of this guy's car was wrapped in barbed wire, right? It was razor, it was wire. razor wire, yeah, it wasn't it was a real it? deal. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean that's how you keep them from, yeah? I mean, it was like a I see a Constantine I... wire basically set up a perimeter around the, around the catalytic converter. Yeah. Well, so uh, I guess I'm the anti-Megan this week because she brought all the heavy news in, and I'm bringing the more lighthearted stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know. Be prepared because ne- this week is spring break, so that means I'm going to have time to, like, really pay attention. Going to go heavy, huh? Yeah. All right. Just saying. So everybody, I'm sure by now on social media, has seen the Hidden Valley Ranch uh, ice cream. Mm. Yes. That's a real thing. Yes. No. I, I literally had to Google it because I'm like, you know, people bring up all the time, they're like, hey, man, is that a, 
uh, I don't know what this shit, man. Uh, some kind of random Mountain Dew. They'll ask me, man, man, is that Mountain Dew real? And I'm like, no, man, that's Photoshop. Like, I can show you this label. That's Look, disgusting. there's no glare on it. This is this Photoshop. It's fake. Anyway, this is on uh, today.com. So uh, NBC, you know, uh, big ice cream is wilding out. It is actually uh, wilding. Right. Yes. On the one side of ice cream innovation, we have the immediately tantalizing yes. flavors like Ted Lasso themed biscuit flavored ice cream. On the other side, we have the daring. Chick- Where is all this that I'm missing? Chicken and waffles, mac and cheese flavors, and a new contender for, you know, world's most popular salad dressing flavor, Hidden Valley Ranch. It's a uh, it's a brand called Van Lu- Leeuwen. I've never really heard of the brand before, but um, Wizard, do not go get in any ideas. No kidding. Um, <laughs> it was created in honor of natural. Na- Jeez, Does somebody else want to read my notes for me this week? Good <laughs> lord! It was created in honor of National Ranch Day on March tenth, and uh, the fourteen ounce packages will be sold. This is I'm reading this in retrospect now. The fourteen ounce packages were sold. For four ninety eight exclusively at Walmart locations nationwide. Um, oh no, they announced it. They will be releasing it March twentieth through May twenty eighth. So you can get your Nasty. hands on some in about a week and a half. That's disgusting. Yeah. I did see. Was it? I can't wait for the raving cabbage, uh, corned beef, and cabbage Reese's. Oh, there's stuff in everything in Reese's That's now. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's scary. So uh, we haven't had a UFO talk here in a while. I know that you know, Megan's just uh, riveted with the UFO talk, but you know, me and Justin are particularly interested I mean, in I gotta it. I'm going to say the government know. starts talking about it. You got to start listening. Yeah, I mean, you got to open an ear or two. Uh, so Tucker Carlson, I didn't realize, is a big time ufologist. Uh, not like he's not like a ufologist himself, but he. Uh, subscribes to the idea and he spends some of his off time Apologist. talking about yeah, I was, ufos i was still trying to get around that one i did yeah, not well, know that was a, a thing that's the technical term mm-hmm. guys in the industry for space nerd so tucker carlson shares a wild ufo story on the full sand podcast he got a call from this guy who's a tenured stanford medical school professor he comes on and he's like 11 years ago the u.s government reached out to me because I'm an expert on head injuries, on brain injuries, traumatic brain injuries, and they had all these court cases from families of U.S. servicemen, over 100, who'd been killed by UFOs. The Department of Defense was refusing to give them death benefits or medical benefits. And he's like, so they're in the courts. And I was like, there are over 100 servicemen killed by UFOs? Like, what? He's like, yeah. And there are court cases about it. I'm like, why isn't this on the front page of the New York Times? I don't know. And in a number of cases, these things have landed on military bases, including famously in Germany, in West Germany in the 70s. And servicemen have approached them. And they approach and they get traumatic brain injury or they're killed. And he studied their brains. So the official is they got killed by UFOs? Well, so they're they're in the courts because I've apparently they won't get know, their benefits. It was determined that they were killed by them, but the government's not going to be like, "Yeah, that guy was killed by a, a UFO," so we're going to pay out to his family. So the family of the killed service member takes the government to court, right? Yeah, and you 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 don't hear about that. It's all it, you know, only a hundred quote unquote, but it's it's a hundred people killed by a particular thing. So you're, it's not going to make. 
front page headline news, but I mean well, the circumstances. Of the circumstance behind it, yeah. That's crazy. So, why do they only go to military bases? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, why aren't random people just maybe, getting killed? Maybe they're um, interested in something that they know is a threat. Hold up. What if it's happening more than that and other people are going to jail for causing, like, blunt force trauma or something like that? Deep, and it's really a UFO. Deep dives with Megan. I'm just saying. It's like Men in Black. What if it's real? <laughs> right. That was actually a documentary, folks. <laughs> See, they told Starring you. Will they Smith. shared it all. Everything is declassified. Right. And you have seen it all. You just don't know it. Yeah, all those crazy people think they, they've oh. seen giant roach people really have. Speaking of Will Smith. Sugar in water. Did you see, I'm sure you did, the Chris Rock? Yeah, he came out and talked about it. Yeah, and now the Netflix special. is pulling that joke from his... Like, oh, I know Lord. it was live, but they're pulling it when they replay it or whatever. Everybody's already seen it. They might as well leave it I in know. There. I watched it. Yeah. Um. So, meanwhile, at the COVID corral. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So, the uh, COVID-19 origin debate mm-hmm. was squashed, and the ex-CDC chief is uh, Dr. Robert Redfield. He claims that he was silent. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Redford. Robert Redfield. <laughs> He's out there. He's out there horse whispering about the COVID. He's horse whispering at the COVID corral, guys. <laughs> anyway. You gotta get him some ivervectin. <laughs> yeah, uh. Scott. Hey, see, this all goes together. This is science. This is the science we should have followed. Right. Yeah. It all makes sense. So uh Dr. Robert Redfield. Was the key witness in a U.S. Congressional Committee's first public hearing as it investigates how the coronavirus emerged. He said he was cut out of early discussions on where the virus came from because he suspected a lab leak. The accusation was dismissed by Dr. Anthony Fauci as completely untrue. I am the science. Is that guy still alive? Many many scientists point out there is no evidence COVID leaked from a lab. The White House has said there is no consensus across the U.S. government on the virus's origins. However, there is something to go along with that. It puts me right into what, what do we call this? A segue Nice. Or a tease into the House voting 419 to 0 to declassify any info on possible connection between COVID 19 origins and the Chinese lab. Wow. COVID cover up. Yep. In a show of unanimous bipartisanship, House. Which is like never happens. Right, exactly. Unless they want to give themselves a raise. Uh, House lawmakers voted 419 to 0 in favor of passing a measure to declassify information pertaining to the genesis of the COVID-19 pandemic. The vote sends the bill to the president, but when asked whether the president will sign it, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre did not provide a definitive response, noting that we're taking a look at the bill. It's a it's a unanimous bill, and they're sending it to the president. Yeah. And they don't know if he's going to sign it. A unanimous bill, people. This will be very telling. What's the process? If he vetoes, what do they do? It goes back to the House, and they would probably come up with another bill, right? They can't override his his veto uh, somehow. But to recap, it is the Congress attempt to classify everything about COVID origin. To to declassify. declassify. Oh, I'm sorry. I got completely messed up. Yes, it's a... uh, 
passing a measure to declassify information pertaining to the Genesis. So they want to know where it came from, right? Um, the legislation would order the Director of National Intelligence to declassify any and all information information relating to potential links between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the origin of the corona you're, you're, disease of 2019. You're telling me the Democrats... And the Republicans unanimously all want to declassify information well, so about don't, COVID. Don't you think by now that there is enough? And I know that. Well, they have to get on this side this, of it. They realize it's bullshit. Right. There's a, there's outcrying on both sides now. Mm-hmm. You have. Wait a minute. You have people from. I mean, guys like Bill Maher that are coming out and beating the ground. Guys like John Stewart. People that we on our day-to-day lives, probably wouldn't agree with the majority of things, but whenever they talk about COVID, that this is something that we definitely fall in line with. We've been trying to go to war with China for a while, and this is it. If, if, Oh, this we, is how we're going to do it? If we can declassify all the stuff, which he's clearly going to because it's unanimous and he's stupid if he doesn't, we're going to find out it came from China, and that'll be grounds for us to go to war with China. Hey, what, what was that thing that we had talked about? Remember when COVID first started? And we were trying to come up with our own theories. Uh, there was there was the bat thing. There was the um, there was the lab leak thing that the we had talked leak, about. Yeah. We talked we thought a lot about. Man. Well, we had thought maybe it had started because we we also talked about how in certain airports there was like viruses and shit right. that had been sneaked out Just of leaks out and people's suitcase. luggage. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely something that was in the the background. And the backs of our minds, there was a possibility. It's so funny whenever conspiracy theory becomes truth. Yep. You know, suddenly trust the science uh, doesn't look so appealing, does it? So what you're, and I, I'm asking because I really don't know here. If he vetoes, there's there okay, has like to a, be a process that they can override a veto. Like a two-thirds vote, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it's unanimous, so. They've already got their support. They have to lose. They'd have to lose a third of their support just for it not to work. Well, do you really think that something unanimous like this and something that so many people are questioning and that as is actually in the news. And it's political. And is uh, being, uh, you know, stuff is being released by the Department of Energy for whatever reason about COVID. I don't know what the tie in there. I still haven't figured that out. Why the Department of Energy is involved? They got nothing else to do apparently, or the Department <laughs> weird, of Energy right? is going to be the end-all, be-all bureaucracy of the United States with electric vehicles and uh, disease control. Yeah, I don't weird. know. <laughs> Zap them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, they'll, they're also the ones that are going to be like, eat, just eat the bugs, guys. Just eat yeah. them. Um, Healthy protein. Right. Exactly. Um, so weird. I, I guess we'll wait and see uh, what How the, what does the president have? does. Is there a time limit? Uh, I don't know. When From the time it hits his desk, I'm not really sure. I don't know how long it Will he even realize that it's hit his desk? Well, yeah, they could just uh, put put his bowl of ice cream on top of it and to I draw attention to it. I don't really think that they care if he oh, is successful is cool, in the rest of his ruling, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Ruling? You know what I mean? Mm, it's ruling. I didn't know how else to say that. His tenure? Yeah, some, yeah they are just thinking. Some you. people would say he is quite the dictator. Mm. Well... Little ding. Uh, so uh, this unanimous uh, decision also uh, transitions me into another thing. A former Democratic Party icon has apologized to conservatives and lauds the release of the January 6th footage. Mm. Yes, it is Dr. Naomi Wolf. I, I've never really heard of her. She is a uh, feminist author. And is she, she? Yes. 
Uh, well, right. Yeah, it's up for debate, I'm sure, for a lot of people. But she offered a formal apology to conservatives who put America first, in her words, after reviewing newly released footage of the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. Uh, just to divert here for a second. But, you know, Tucker Carlson was given pretty much the first access to that uh, video footage and information and stuff. And people in the... Uh, in the corporate media world, have been going after him about it. They're they're pissed. Is this the video of the horn wearing guy being led around the Capitol trying to get in the doors? Right. The the police were escorting this guy around, and it's also that. So that guy, the QAnon guy, who's act, in jail, right. he's in jail for, right now for four years. It actually, in part of the video, also shows him talking into a bullhorn, telling people to disperse, and that they have made their point. And we've got our point across. Let's all just go home. Let's all go home. And people are, you know, surrounding that guy and F you and Mother Effer and all this but other stuff. But he's the one in jail. And he's the one in jail, right? So you have to think that there were some maybe professional disruptors there that, you yeah. know, the guy that was, I don't know, pigeonholding Wait, the saying was What's heading up the whole thing. Professional disruptors. Professional disruptors, I would think. How do you get that job? If you get paid to do something, I guess uh, that'd is that make one you of those, a professional. Uh, Casual laborer jobs. <laughs> mm, casual yes. laborer. Yeah. That may be the. I think that's the uh, title of the show. Casual, casual laborer. <laughs> I thought you were going to call it. Isn't it ironic? Ironic. Mm. Yes. Uh, you thought I was going to make the ironic <laughs> joke. Yes. Uh, so she tweeted out, Doctor Naomi Wolf. Everyone in my former. Here's why. Here's why. Former. What, she's making the switch. Here's what I gravitated oh. to. The words she used. Uh-huh. Everyone in my former tribe oh. is upset that Tucker Carlson aired government-held footage of events off public interest. And I keep thinking about how we, on the left, rightly lionized Daniel Ellsberg after he reali- released the Pentagon Papers. So she's likening the release of this footage to something that the left lauded yeah. right so she's maybe saying hey guys don't tribe look. up take a look in the mirror what yeah the... we celebrated this but we are demonizing this what is the definition of the word lionize well they what they uh i think it's pretty self-explanatory right they uh what no it's lionize like lion like they, they made him a, seem, a hero, it right? Doesn't seem self-explanatory. They, well, they, I know, I know. It's hard. <laughs> like, uh, like he was a hero, right? Okay. Yes. Oh, lion. Eyesed. Eyesed. Lion, animal, lion, mm-hmm. eyesed. Okay, I, I, okay, I'm with you. I, I thought about the word too much, and I went around the corner. Oh, and, you thought like lionized. I like was like lion. lion. You know, you can't hey, help your lion eyes. You know, <laughs> I, I was like, you know, I was like, I, I thought you meant lion, and then I was like, oh, is, he, is, is he writing some Give slow it jam? From lionized the 70s? past participle for all you oh, English oh, nerds yes. out there. Use it in a sentence, please. Give a lot of public attention and approval mm, to yeah. someone or something to be treated as a celebrity. Mm, yes. Martin for permission. I, I like the accent in which Justin you used. wants to be lionized. Mm, lionized the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So here's uh, here's something interesting. The SVB, we'll or decide. the Silicon Valley SVB. Bank, okay. has collapsed. Oh, yes, I saw that. A major bank has collapsed, and the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Mm, Corporation, has taken over, prompting concerns about the overall health of the financial industry and of the U.S. economy more broadly. 
So this happened Friday. Yep. Fr- on Friday, yeah. reports announced that the California Department of Financial Protection had shut down the Silicon Valley Bank based in Santa Clara, California, and turned it over to the FDIC. And what does that mean? So the government's just took control of it because it's an issue. Right. Well, right. I know, but what happens to all the money that is this is well, FDIC so, what yeah, you're hearing So here's about. here's the thing. SVB's troubles became public earlier this week when its parent company, SVB Financial Group, announced that it would attempt to sell off two point two five billion shares of SVB, even after it already sold twenty one billion in securities at a two billion dollar loss. Holy crikey. Rather than shore up the bank's liquidity. Liquidity. The, the announcement caused a run. So, like, where's George Bailey, right? Wait a minute. You say liquidity caused the runs? <laughs> oh, yes. Well, oh. yeah. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> as spooked investors and account holders then began dumping <laughs> their stock and pulling their money out of their accounts, people started freaking out. And unfortunately, it would appear rightly so. Mm. Exactly. Uh, the FDIC assures all accounts up to $250,000, so all SVB accounts with less than that amount are covered. Unfortunately, more than that. Yeah, unfortunately. And it's a Silicon Valley, right? So. Those accounts with a higher balance are insured only up to two hundred. dollars Hold up. Is that per account? Yeah. Like, if I get to like $249,000 in one right. account, I should open another account. So what you're saying rich is people that spread their money around. What you're saying is that we are secure... All yeah, we're good. I'm also well. I'll have to we're check okay. my account as soon as I get home and see how many shares I have in SVB. But, but once folks go to WKO podcast, that may be a concern for us when mm-hmm. they drop big fat oh, yeah, cash. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, Hold on, is that the end of that story? Yes. Did you see the tweet on that? Somebody said, "I think Elon Musk should buy SVB," <laughs> and I did not understand what the hell was going on until you brought up the story. And his reply is, "I'm open to listening." Something no, like man. that. Yeah. Which hasn't. Hasn't the Podfather and uh, Buzzkill been saying for a long time that <laughs> Silicon Valley wants, that's what they call each other, mm-hmm. wants to be your bank? Yeah. And once all of your money is floating around out in the digitals. Right, exactly. We've got a significant amount of our money well, in the I mean, you, oh, We <laughs> do. So, you know. I mean, we do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many, especially the, the younger generations, they don't have any, Listen. any Listen. A physical... Uh, let's talk about money this. on let's hand. talk about this any currency we just talked about this because we we just kind of went through all this we're making some big moves we're, we are making big moves i don't know we'll see how, how it turns much out percent but, of you think of our liquid assets we could actually get our hands on by walking down and saying i need my money from the bank from here like because we can't do that anywhere else right so like, like 10% very, maybe? Yeah, maybe. They got a cap, I'm sure, right? Well, no, not even that. Like no, We're I'm talking, talking like if we go and we close out our accounts. Uh-huh. Walk into a building. 10, 10 maybe 15%. Then that's the highest maybe. of our money is we could go grab it. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So, You're not talking about assets no, and all No, we're that. talking okay. like actual Right. go get the cash. So our, or a lot, not just our, but local banks. And I'm calling them all local banks, but local banks, you know, your percentage rate of return, if you have any kind of like interest bearing account, going here. is what was it? Point so zero I, I looked one up something. Point one three was one of them, and okay. point one five was one considered high yield. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have been looking around because smart money moves, man. Online savings accounts that are high yield savings accounts yeah. are making three point four to three point seven five percent, as opposed to that point one three. 
I saw one we did it. recently I mean, that was uh, up to 6%. I don't remember yeah, where I don't it know was. How that works, but, but yeah. Well, hell, I found an 11-month CD for 5%. Okay. That's a huge yeah. CD for 5% in 11 months. I think the question she's getting at is, how do these small banks compete? Well, and then you have this happen. All I, your money could be in there. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know where our money is. I guess if I, I was a small bank, I'd be going and finding me one of those high yield uh, and interest uh, loans and putting all my money into there. <laughs> putting your As money into this. I mean, why? That's what they do. They use your money to make money. Right. And so, why aren't our local we've, banks able to meet those percentage rates? We, we've left some money. What's the difference? Locally, that we can go down. Like, yeah. if, if we, we have an emergency, we really can need it. to get some money. We can go down and just like get stack of cash counted out to us. But most of our money, like a huge percentage of our money, is sitting in high yield online interest rate savings accounts. Well, let let's be honest here. Banks are businesses. Yeah, you know they're there to uh, make money. Make money, right? I but mean uh, that. Well, the, I'd say that they are. They have lost. I mean, for hours, and we've even said this. Like our bank, in the last however long, has lost a significant amount of our money, yeah. and nobody has reached out. Well, that's why I was kind of a. Uh, Attempting to maybe come up with a theory for your question on why they don't meet those yields. Well, maybe their return isn't as as great, so they can't offer those yields. You would think, or maybe they don't have as as much money coming in, so they can't offer those so, out. Let's be honest. I think these high yield deals are gambling. So one of them is based upon a credit card company. So they're going to give you three point four percent interest on your loan. I mean, on your. Uh, your high yield savings account, but they're banking that you're going to use your credit card and not pay it off at 19% interest. So they're going to be in the plus 15%. So they're not really going to lose any money. Well, because they, they're reading their clientele. Yeah. Even if you do pay all your payments, somebody out there isn't. So when somebody else is paying 19%, they can pay, in the Him net, 3. they're still 5, making me money. Me three point five, her three. You know what I mean? Like, right. And they're using your nineteen percent interest rate to give me three point four percent. Exactly. It's exactly. smart shit. It, when they're losing money on you, they're still making more yeah. than mm-hmm. up for it, right? Uh, I just have a couple more things here. So remember, I think it was maybe the early week or the early week episode. I was talking about how Bank of America was tracking. Yes. Gun purchases and how they released the information to the FBI, yep. be, you know, because they had stockpiled or what, what was the term? It was they had. Uh, oh, man, there, there was a term for it, how they had literally put it into a category. I don't, they had data mined it. They oh. had data mined information from like gun stores or not even gun stores. If you bought a gun at Walmart, they uh, transactions that were classified. Right. As yeah, they sure. data mined that out and, and stuck it in a category. So uh, anyway. Visa and MasterCard have been looking at doing the same thing, right? And we've talked about this before because uh, you so guys are have been the in money. the industry. So cash is king. What's the money? No, cash ain't king, but not anymore. So where's the money? Why is MasterCard and they want to do this? Okay, so they have actually paused their decision to categorize gun store purchases after significant pressure. So two of the largest 
credit card companies in the world have announced that they have paused a plan to create a separate category for all electronic purchases made at gun shops, and they have cited pressure from Republican state politicians as a major reason for their change of heart. Visa and MasterCard claim they had intended to create a separate merchant category code for gun store purchases in order to comply with a recent MCC established by the International Organization for Standardization which develops standards for many technical fields and products. The ISO, based in Geneva, created the gun shop MCC back in September after pressure from global gun control lobbyists and Visa and MasterCard insisted that they were just following suit. ISO. Whoever come up, the guy that invented ISO is the smartest man in the world. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest scam that's ever been made. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. So anyway, I guess we'll keep our eyes on that. Um, here's here's something interesting. So in a state that has legalized uh, marijuana, hey, we haven't uh, talked about a, that at all. Well, mm-hmm. I'm getting into okay. that. And they had a recent state question 820, which did not pass. Didn't Justin, pass? Um, question state question 820 was the legalization of recreational. Recreational. Yep. In Oklahoma. Yep. Right. So. Other states have had issues with uh, what we have discussed here before, a gateway drug regarded by some, right? And how their drug um, issues have just gotten worse moving forward. Some states have uh, embraced that and just legalized everything. (laughs) This is our culture. I.e. Oregon, right? So here's something interesting. Uh, According to Muskogee police, a man died after using fentanyl And the man who provided the drugs is now charged with murder. After a man died using fentanyl, the Muskogee man who allegedly allegedly provided the drugs to him has been charged with murder. MPD said around 1145 p.m. on January 23rd, they went to a home in North Muskogee because a person was in cardiac arrest. When MPD got to the home, they found members of the Muskogee Fire Department using CPR who uh, to the man who was unconscious. EMS later arrived on scene, and the man was taken to a Muskogee hospital. MPD said there was also another man, uh, later identified as 28-year-old Cody Reed, on the scene, showing manic behaviors and talking uncontrollably. Reed told MPD that he and the victim were using fentanyl before the cardiac arrest. At the hospital, doctors were unable to revive the victim. He was pronounced dead at 12.30 p.m., so shortly after he arrived at the hospital. MPD said after further investigation, it was determined that Reed is the one who provided drugs to the victim and invited him over to use them together. Reed was arrested the next day on January 24th and charged with murder and possession of CDS, controlled drug substances, I guess. Did he force the dude to take it? According to MPD. See, now that's, I wanted to get you guys' opinion on that because we always talk about personal responsibility. Right. What you put in your body, that's one of the, the major uh, arguments for drug advocates that they're like, hey, man, my I mean, body, it's my uh, responsibility, what I put in my body, yada, yada. If somebody keeps offering me pie, am I going to? I mean, I like pie. I mean, I, I don't like fentanyl, but I mean, I like pie. <laughs> right. So, I mean, so like if you, give, if you offer me a pie and then I die of a heart attack because I'm overweight and fat, right. are you going to... choke to death on pie, are you going to sue the baker or arrest the baker? I know that's very facetious, yeah, but, know, but... And I know that there's like rules about bartenders, right? Over, like, over serving. And, right. Mm-hmm. I know there are rules about that, but this dude's not professional. He's yeah. not like a licensed person. 
I think they're trying to make an example out of this guy because fentanyl is a big problem yeah. right now. And uh, maybe the the biggest problem. Um, it's ever, our it's our next meth. I mean, everybody went from talking about meth to talking about fentanyl. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think they're setting precedent here. I think they're going to make an example out of this guy. Who knows? Like I said, they they charged him with it. So apparently, they think that he has a uh, they have a case. Uh, I mean, I maybe if I see more information on this and what the DA says and stuff, I'll come back to it. But do they go and like charge everybody who gives like? Right, if you have some laced uh, marijuana or something like that, and somebody freaks out and kills somebody or something, I mean, do they go back to the dealer? Or, smoke I mean, marijuana while wearing lace. <laughs> right. Justin, what do you think about that? The, somebody being charged with uh, providing drugs to somebody that ends up dying. I'd probably not be supporting that deal. I mean, and it's it's interesting that it's in you Oklahoma made the choice too. to uh, stick it in your body. It ain't like the guy held it down and keistered it in you or something. Right. I mean, you right. know, he, he wasn't. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know like, the circumstances. I don't know yeah. if he was shooting the guy up with the needle while the guy was laying. I mean, there or that's what a different it? story. Did yeah. the guy put it in his body? Right. You know, or did he just like offer it? Or to did him? he just offer it? To I him? just literally read you all the information that I had on that. Yeah. So if more information comes out, I guess. But yeah. like I said, they think I'd, that they have a case. So, I mean, I tend to not be OK with that. And then what a, what a, yeah. that's just a a messed up situation. I just don't see it. Yeah. Uh, finally, so this is uh, becoming a thing now. Megan two weeks ago had uh, a story about it. Last week I had a story about it, and once again the um, censoring of literary oh, works yeah. is coming up. Uh, so R.L. Stein, the author of yes, the popular stupid Goosebumps, Goosebumps books. series of Come children's on, novels, said that changes made to the language of his books were made without his permission. Uh, the Sunday Times first reported that Stein and his publisher, Scholastic, had made over 100 edits to his famous book series, which has sold more than 400 million copies. The changes sanitized the language, removing references to slaves, language about being crazy, and language suggesting characters were fat, among other edits. Horrible. Horrible things, guys. Yeah, so some people were coming out on Twitter and going after R.L. Stein. Um, and R.L. Stein finally had to come out and say, the stories aren't true. I've never changed a word in Goosebumps. Any changes were never shown to me. You know what's crazy about all of this to me is that, like, these things, these books, particularly Rural Doll, and who was the one you talked about last week? Uh, it was... Uh, Ian Fleming. Yes, yeah, yeah. Been around for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and R.L. Stein too. I mean, I I was reading his books back in the nineties when say I was thirty years, probably. Yeah, like I mean, I remember them being a big deal when I was in like second, third grade. So you know, we're talking early nineties. Yeah. What are they doing? Okay. Like, this isn't what has made people. This isn't it. I know that you're looking for a scapegoat for why it's like right. the music's going to make them kill people. The video games are going to make them kill. Pe- That's not it. The video games. Lots of people play those video games and don't go shoot up the school. Would you like to hear the statement from Scholastic? Sure. So they said for more than 30 years, the Goosebumps series has brought millions of kids to reading through humor with just the right amount of scary. Scholastic takes its responsibility seriously to continue bringing this classic adolescent brand to each new generation. When reissuing titles several years ago, Scholastic reviewed to keep, oh, sorry, Scholastic reviewed the text to keep the language current. 
Oh. And avoid imagery that could negatively impact a young person's view of themselves today with a particular focus on mental health. So their scapegoat is we're just trying to keep it current you know what's in funny though? Like, society's climate do today. Do you wonder if like, uh, I probably get knives thrown at me for this one too, but like, do you wonder, you know how it is sometimes when you talk about something and, and then like it becomes the focal point for some people. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about it so much that it's, that people are harping on it because we keep talking about it. Well, that's I, that kind of goes to I heard, and this is kind of removing ourselves from this, but uh, I think it was uh, oh man, uh, the the guy with the iconic voice, uh, Morgan Freeman. Sorry, yeah. uh, he was on a, a news program and they asked him about racism, and he was like, "Well, you guys keep talking about it." Yeah. You're never going to get rid of it unless you stop constantly harping on it's it like, and bringing it up. That's like I said before. They talk about getting rid of racism, but why do you got to fill out what color you are on a federal form? Mm-hmm. It should just be that I'm an American citizen or I'm not. Not that I'm black, white, brown, or purple. Right. I mean, the Constitution says you have the right to bear arms, not are you a black person buying a gun. It says you have the right to bear arms and you're a U.S. citizen. Right. The only thing you should have to do is prove that you're a U.S. citizen. That's it. You know, yep. whatever. Well, and here's here's another out for you here, Megan. Uh, Random House responded to the controversy of Dahl's books that you were talking about, uh, Roald Dahl, that his books would still be published without changes in a classic yeah. series of his work. Books with the modern changes will be p- published under Puffin Books. But then what the hell does yeah, it the matter puff, then? Puffin something. This is clearly just political. You're trying yeah. to appease a group of people. They're exactly just trying to appease it. Like, oh, hey, Here's man, we're, we're trying to move the goalpost here. You, They're available. You can, you know, you can buy the cleansed version. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen. The Great Gatsby is going to take away the suicide. Sorry, spoiler. Um, mm. The uh, the Scarlet Letter is going to take away the sin. I don't remember who killed themselves in the Gatsby. It's okay. The uh, To Kill a Mockingbird is going to take out the N-word. And the rape, I would guess. And, I, I mean, I'm just going through the books that I currently read with my students. Wuthering Heights is going to, I don't know what, but it's a, like a huge incestuous mess. Don't forget so. the child abuse and the incestuous mess in Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. And, like, where's V.C. Andrews? You read any of her books? Uh, remind me. Flowers in the Attic? I don't think so. Oh, you don't want to. But, like, you want to talk about incestuous. Like, what's, I mean, I know that there aren't kids out there reading those books. But, come on, if you're going to start, like, taking out books for people's mental health, you got to realize that it's not just kids that are struggling with mental health issues. So, Mm -hmm. when are you going to start doing this for all the adult books, too? Is that it, Yancey? That's all I got. Over to you. So, I have found the perfect reading music. Oh, okay. Greeting or reading? Reading. So said, uh, we've got a we've got a mean... new, oh. not so new now, and temporary. Once he finishes his book, we may try to find something else. But somebody bought me a book, and Yancey has been reading it, and I and I think I have found the perfect music to accompany this book. What oh, is the name no. of the book again? The book is oh, I no. Need a New Butt. Okay. I feel like it's, right. I know what's coming. What do you think is coming, Megan? I like big butts, and I cannot lie. No, you're completely wrong. <laughs> this is nice. Or yellow spotted, purple dotted, a butt with color, a butt with flair, a butt as bright as I dare to wear, a butt as bright as dad's underwear. 
or maybe an alien's butt made from a metal like titanium. I like the music. I'm sorry. Oh. I broke character there for a second. I'd I like, like a butt. talking about aliens while we're talking about aliens too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, I like a butt that's safety rated. Hmm, safety rated ass, yeah. yes. The right butt, a knight's butt, a butt that's armor plated. Oof. What kind of crap has this person been in? What about a bumper butt made of chrome? Why not, I say, from a 1960s sport coupe made in the USA? Join us for more next week. All right. From I Need a New Butt. All right, yeah, we'll be back next week for more uh, Need a New Butt. I think that is the perfect butt reading music, by the way. It is. I think uh, it really is. Rip Patrick Swayze, by the mm, way. But, you know. I could have sworn he was going to She's like, like the, the breeze butts. in your oh, cheeks. Yes, yes. She's, yes. she's like the wind, for sure. Yes. She breaks, wind. Wind. She, she breaks the wind. She breaks the wind. That's right. Yes, that's right. Uh, so a few things going around. Uh, some more uh, non-binary uh, topic here. Uh I was watching a show on uh, roller derby the other day. There's, you know, it's kind of making a comeback. It roller is. derby is from the again? '70s, huh? And uh, I've noticed that they're not doing the the big rinks anymore because it's probably cost prohibitive. So they've just basically painted a, a what do they call it the, the court. I don't not know what the yet. hell they call it. Yeah, on the floor. So there's no more angles. They oh, still have to no go around. Oh, there's no more banking. Huh? They still go around, but. Uh, Non-binary people are starting to really find uh, a home. And, oh, uh, I'm sure they've they've quite men, quite cut their stride. Men are claiming to be non-binary or women joining roller derby and beating the hell out of women. I mean, man, imagine, yeah, imagine going go, out there pussies. and just whipping ass, man. God, built Jesus like a damn Christ. linebacker. I think I'm gonna identify as non-binary and I'm gonna start elbowing these other non-binary Dude, people. Imagine, imagine, yes, having... that's hate speech, people. <laughs> Imagine having Lawrence Taylor out there elbowing Phyllis Diller to the wall. Good God, man. Hey, uh, I got me a dad joke here. I won't oh, tell geez. the other one because it is really over the top. Uh, what has nine arms and oh, sucks, Yancey? <laughs> That'd be Def Leppard. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should be glad he got that on the first time because he butchered it twice yeah, I was yesterday. telling Tanner and Eric last night. You're practicing. You got to practice. Well, uh, uh, so we're driving through uh, oh. Deering, Kansas today. What? I was just going to say real quick. Our nephew is going to state for wrestling. Yes, yes. Yeah, the Eliminator is going to state. Uh, driving through Deering, Kansas today. And Evans, if you're listening, your old trailer. That way you have an idea of where it's at. We're driving down the road while Megan's driving. And I see this guy open a door, just kind of like, <laughs> let's look over and see a dude, you know, some activities. I look that way. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, dude sticks his whole leg out the door. He grabs a hold of the trash can lid with his toe, picks it up, and then he throws trash in. Oh, nice. Impressive. I was like, damn, that dude reached out with his big white ass leg, opened the trash can up with his big toe and threw trash in it. Trash can guy, I applaud you. Yes. Real men of genius. <laughs> That's right. Uh, my phone wrote Jiffy. Uh, Hoggy Style called us out. <laughs> Jiffy Style. Yeah. It says Jiffy Style. Getting uh, Jiffy with it. Yeah. The, uh, the Meat Whisper had called WKOP out for the upcoming uh, brew fest down there, October, that uh, Candy and the gals put on for the Caulfield Area Chamber of Commerce. 
and uh, Yancey reported last year that it was quite the show. It was. And uh, so I she guess uh, Jiffy Style has uh, called us out, and uh, we accepted. Uh, the Wizard's going to lead the charge. Do what? I was going to say the team has been yep. uh, the, summoned. The, yes, yes summoned. Uh, the Wizard's going to lead the charge. Uh, uh, Marquess of the Cones, I think he just likes Earl, uh, has uh, said that he's going to come down. Uh, he's the official taster of meats. That's what he said. <laughs> it is. That's what he said. Not my words. Uh, of course, I will be there pressing the flesh as it will be right before uh, Martin for Commission 2023. Vote. Oh, hey, that's all officially official. Yes, officially official. I'm uh, guessing Yancey will be there. Uh, Case even you says that right. uh, he might uh, come by. Wow. We, we see a Case sighting. I'll be surprised. Yeah, it's That'll, like Bigfoot, dude. It, it doesn't surprise me that the first time that we will see Case and uh, Pike possibly together is with men handling meat. Right. Exactly. They'll be exchanging meat all day long, yeah. I'm sure. So uh, that'll be the first time we Wait, see them ever Which in the one same of those room. is not going to our camp out? What do you mean? Case won't be at the camp out, of course. Oh. Lame. Uh, I even believe that the Wood King said that he is going uh, to the camp out. No, to the uh, cookout. Oh, he, I'm, uh, I'm sure he'll be there. Yeah, yeah he'll yeah. he'll be there cheering us on. So hopefully everybody has a good WKOP shirt. If they don't, you can always get one on the website wkopodcast.com, and uh, we will be down there doing whatever it is that you do at some kind of a cook off. I don't know. The wizard is handling this. He seems to know what he's talking about, and I'm just going to show up and do what I'm told to do. Well, that'll be a first. Holy hell. <laughs> Megan, I got to give you, I'll give you two. Thanks. Damn. Thanks. Damn. I feel like I got my own amen right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a sister get an amen. We officially have broke two, yeah. we've officially broke two hours. Those that are still hanging around here, you know, this is not normal. Uh, we usually do about an hour five or so, but uh, we. Sorry, uh, I had a. Obscene, we, uh, obscene, not yeah, really obscene. Obscene. An obscene amount of we, we, we notes. Broke the barrier. Uh, yeah. So, yep, it's officially official. I have signed up for the uh, candidacy of the uh, Caulfield City Commission. So hopefully I have good luck. This podcast will either greatly help or hinder those efforts. <laughs> but what I won't do is lie and make up bullshit. I, I'll, I I never said an F word on the mic at a commission meeting. Uh, well, I mean, you is who you is. <laughs> I ain't who I ain't. That's true. Uh, anyway, it's already happening. People are asking me, what do you know about this and that? And I'm like, dude, they don't tell me shit. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. What, what are you going to do about yeah, blah, I don't know. blah, blah, You know, somebody asked the other day. And What's your plan? You guys know. I, I refuse. I didn't always. I refuse now to get into giant intellectual Facebook comment section debates. Yes, yeah, quite the eloquent way of putting it. I wasn't. I wasn't even going to bring this up since you're talking about it. And so, if you get on Facebook and you ask me what my plan is, I'm not going to get into a big thing on Facebook. You can ask me when you're on the street. And unlike most politicians, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass and tell you that I have a plan. I have ideas. None of them are plans. And if and if your ideas and your plans aren't the kind that you can realize are bad plans and ideas and change them given new information, well, man, that's just not a good thing. What What's the ratio to 
proactive versus reactive in that position too? Hmm. That's a good Have question. You ever thought about that? Well, you've got five people with five different agendas. Sure. And so you might go in there thinking that you know something or that you know how something's going to turn out or and, you have a plan for something and somebody might. And make no mistake. The same shit's going on in Caulfield City Hall that's going on in Washington, D.C., but at a much smaller scale. You can't roll in there going, well, I want to do this. There's four other people that you have to convince. And you might have to water your shit down a little bit. And you might it's have to compromise. And you might, it's exactly, it's called compromise. You might have to play some ball. You know, you might have to support sidewalks to nowhere and shit like that. So that's just how it works. Well, let's be honest. If everybody were to stick to their conviction, uh, conviction to a hundred percent, nothing would get done. Right. So, so yeah, I don't know. My biggest thing is I was talking to the uh, County clerk just about this yesterday when I was turning the papers and, uh, she said that her department, they had got rid of, a an individual to save money. And she said, when all is said and done, it was about $35,000 a year, you know. And I said, that doesn't seem like a lot of money. And she said, no, not unless all the other departments do the same thing. And uh, I just remember what's going on Wednesday. It's a tax assessor. We may have to shove two of them in at once. Uh, so my whole thing with her was the problem we have with this uh, area here is a population suck. Mm-hmm. And it's being sucked away by other places, so we have. It's money, really. Let's just get. Let's just bullshit. It's money. Mm-hmm. So we've either got to figure out a way to get people back to stay in here, or we've got to get people to come here, leave their money, and then go home. The key is stay. Either stay and keep spending your money, or leave your money, let it stay here, and then go back home. That's that's the key. Well, because Stop the bleeding. Yeah. Right. The, the current uh, state of things isn't yeah. exactly sustainable yeah. for right. a long time. So right? this country, a country, this area here has been blue-collar all day, every day, for decades. That's not who we are anymore, I don't think. Those jobs are slowly fading. I'm not saying that we still shouldn't be pursuing them and trying to keep the ones that we have. It's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is we need to be willing to diversify and figure out what can we do to attract more people like Mr. Parsons in Independence, mm-hmm. whose whole world is guitars and entertainment. Yeah. He's bringing that revenue to town and he's spending his money here now. Well, we've had some of this. Like the Hershes have come in. Hersh- they're, they're yep. not the, the, the Hershes. Hershes. Sorry, yeah. guys. You are totally known <laughs> yeah, by your dog now. Yeah. The Hershes. It'd be the Bryces and the Bakers. The they, Bryces and the Bakers. They've, they've, they've come back in. home. Yes. Um, the, how do you say that? The, uh, the Terrebinth people. I can't think yeah. of the last name. Oh, yeah. Freaks. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, it's. We've got there's a, been people yeah. coming in trying different things. The world is on the internet now, too. So why can't we figure out a way to make it to where these crafty people that really just need good internet and good places to make content and do things, can we not come up with some kind of tax incentives to try to attract those people? you got to get in good internet. I don't know what well, it is well, right now. Well, because we know. obviously wanted that money off the internet. We're charging tax yeah. on yeah. you know uh, yeah. taxable items that you buy online. Why not, you know, uh, give incentive like you were saying? We was driving by today and we saw a it was a bar that looked some. Oh yeah, I looked think like a, 
I think a bar like this would have worked great in downtown. Of course, I'm not the one opening the bar. Uh, you know, you're not opening a bar, so I'm not going to say what we should do. Yeah. But it would be great to find some entrepreneur that wanted to build. It was a bar in Joplin. Now, I know Joplin is not a good comparison, so I'm not trying to say that. No, but, but there are lots of bars like that around the world. But that have... this had a nice little balcony yeah. thing outside. Uh, and I'm not saying that every night here it would be populated, but I can see on the weekends people going downtown, having them a beer, you know, a little bit of music playing. We've got to start someplace. And we can't just say, well, it won't work. It won't work if you don't support it. That's the main thing. you got to be aggressively supporting your local people. Or shut the hell up and don't complain about it. You know what I think is crazy, though, is there's a lot going on that we don't know about. How many bakers do we have who are doing things on... Wow. Anyone with an oil can. Um, (laughs) How many bakers do we have who are selling things online like they're like they're us you know what i mean like people are making orders online for birthday cakes cookies yeah uh how many photographers do we have in the area who don't have a specific location well, i was literally my mom doesn't live here so like i i get it but literally trying to convince my mother today that these blankets that she crochets amazing blankets like do you what in the world i'm like you need to open a, a shop online and sell these because people would buy this do you think those kind of people you're talking about the cake producers and stuff like that that's not original really digital content creators but no. they are creating content that they digitally put on the internet well it's yeah. not even they're not creating digital content they're creating product but then they're putting it on the internet they're selling it via well, they do. Their, they their take their stuff, and that's their promotion. way of pub- yeah, So what I'm getting at is like I, I, I created that private group of digital content creators for Southeast Kansas because I, I created it to try to, like, network with other people. Yeah. You know, like, I just bought this camera today. Is anybody else using this camera? Have you had any good luck with it? Are there any tricks to it? You know, we got a lot of photographers. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that I would be opposed. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe I should change the name of the damn group to Southeast Kansas Entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. That's well, probably yeah. better. It's, it's not a because like what I'm what I'm trying people. to do is I'm trying to create a, a a group, a network of people that are trying to do something around here that's not what we're used to. Right. Yeah. Well, because you know, uh, promotion around here in a small market like this yeah. is hard because it's word yeah. of mouth. It is the you know, follows on Facebook. It is seeing people on social yeah. media and whatnot, you know, or somebody that you know. So it's it's tough. There, yeah. there may be room for somebody to just help people in this neck of the woods get social media savvy. Because there's some well, folks that just don't get the it. The chamber's done some of that. The chamber's yeah. had people come in and do trainings. I, and I tell you what, man. Uh, I don't. I don't know if she gets enough praise or not, but I'm pretty impressed with what Candy's been doing the last three or four years down there at yeah. the chamber. I mean, some of her events have been pretty good. Like yeah. I said, the Brewfest deal has been pretty good. The hops around. Uh, she, I'd like to point out that everything that's popular is alcohol. And do you remember a few years ago I we know. said we well, said we that people in this town love to eat and they love to drink? Let's they, not forget who like we are. Yeah. And I think the chamber understands the audience they have here. Well, the other thing about Candy specifically is that she is supportive. Like, if you have an idea, yeah, she's she'll help you out. She's gonna do her her best to she help make it successful. Yeah, those sell T-shirts. And not shit. even like, yeah, not to. even just like word of mouth support, which she also does. Yeah, but like her physical support, she shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I think she listens to this. But if she doesn't, hey, somebody tell her we're 
sucking her butt really good right now. <laughs> so, anyway, that's about all I got. I'm sure as the time goes on, I'll preach more about politics and shit. And as he learns more, you will hear more. What am I going to learn? Because nobody's going to tell me shit. Let's just be honest. No, I just mean like. And that's also what I was trying to get out earlier. I can't have real staunch positions on what's going on right now because I don't want to get somebody in City Hall with a bone to pick with me. And if I happen to win, when I get in there, they're going to be like, well, he's hostile. He's coming in here trying to fire Mr. Hall. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to fire Mr. Hall. What's, you can't. You don't have all the info. No. And you, it has nothing to do with you, really. I mean, other than honestly, I personally have zero beef with Mr. Hall. Uh, the only concern that I would have is that if he really did fire the guy the way that he claims he was fired, that's just, to me, a little unprofessional, even though this is a fire at Will State. I still think that you should have a little more respect for somebody, you know. Give them a piece of paper. Tell them why they were fired. What yes. thing did I break? This is a question that we talked about, Justin and I. Have you ever heard of that? Fire like, at will? Well, not fire at will, but the idea that like they have to justify why they're firing you. Because everything that I've ever had says that they can fire you anytime without, right. without cause. Without cause. And like I've never been fired from a like a I, I, I don't know what that's like. Well but I've also never seen anybody else who, like, you know, not that they don't know why they're getting fired, but that there's no, like, written documentation right. about it. Well, because most companies, for liability reasons, you would think a lot of the time, they do uh, maintain a paper trail. They And then they also do end up giving the reason, right? I mean, let's face it, if you've ever been let go from a job or whatever, I mean, they're, they're probably going to tell you why you're yeah. being let go. They're not just going to cut you loose because... Just not being an asshole. It... it you said something earlier about, you know, professionalism many times. I mean, when it boils down to it, it is professional courtesy, whether you're shit canning the guy or not, right? You got to have that professional maturity to be able to sit down with somebody and not make it feel like retribution, which from an outside looking in perspective, in a lot of ways, is what it feels like. It does feel like some form of animosity or retribution situation. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I hope more info comes out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Whatever. But you feel like the thing isn't going to go away at the drop of a hat either. So We'll know a lot more in the next week Tuesday or Tuesday will be interesting. Yeah. You can bring your popcorn. I wonder if they will have some popcorn there. Oh, Ooh. can you bring your own? They allowed uh, food Somebody and drink in Somebody should get that, the... uh, that uh, popcorn truck. <laughs> the, guy that right the guy so with the, <laughs> the neon <laughs> shit walking through there. I tell you what, what's that, Janelle? Yeah, Janelle. Kettle corn? Kettle corn. Parked right, right outside. Yes. Somebody get a hold of Janelle, please, and have her set up outside we need to see her Tuesday. the uh, city hall. Anybody sell like, snow cones? It's getting warm mm. out there. Kona truck, Alcohol. roll up in there. Yep. Got this. <laughs> Selling shots. <laughs> Jello shots outside the city hall. Good Lord. Yeah, Martin for commission. Jello shots. All right, that's it. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Head over to WKOPodcast.com for all things WKOP. And uh, by the way, I'm finding out through this trademark thing, there's another WKOP, but they suck. So uh, have a good time. <laughs>